conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, we're back. Thanks for being with us. 25 years of the Rick and Bubba Show. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all in the mix. Eddie Van Adler is visiting grandparents today and tomorrow. He'll be back on Wednesday covering for Adler, Dulio, and Big Love. Also, Diesel Dixon and uh, Diamond Dale, all earning their degrees in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. That degree now deemed a superpower. Josh Turner, country music singer, part of the 2019 Gridiron Men's Conference this weekend. Uh, he'll be in concert at that uh, conference and also will be visiting with us a little bit later on. Welcome back. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. Just saw on Twitter, uh, Justin Bieber has now challenged Bethel Music. Uh, so I, I don't know. He's, 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 he's gone rogue right now. Uh, and has also called out Mitt Romney for some reason. But anyway, so, um, all right, as, as we start uh, this hour and uh, trying to discuss some of the things going on, Bubba, we've talked about this in the past, the Patterson film. The great Patterson film of Bigfoot. If the Patterson film... It's was, been stabilized now right. by the Defense Department, right. so it's easier to see. If the Patterson film is not a hoax, then there is such a thing as a giant hairy creature that roams through woodlands. Yes, a big ape-like right. creature that appears to be the missing link. All right, so... By the way, we've never found that link, by the way, right. for all the, right. you know... You, you probably need a little bit of fossil in, in, record there. Yeah, environmentalist, not I mean uh, evolutionist. I'm sorry. If y'all could Them just too. if y'all could just come with one in between fossil, yeah. that'd be big. Right. But anyway, right. so but now we have to say the same thing about an alien. It could be a demon. It, it could it, be. It looks like a hobbit or something. Some sort of hobbit thing. They say it looks a lot like this creature. Doby. It's Doby. So it is. Yeah. See, I, I don't. I don't know this. This one. Now, is this like Smee? Harry is Potter? This like, is this Doby. A, is this, this is like from? Is it like that? <laughs> yeah. Is it like that yeah. character the, from uh, Lord of the Rings? Yes. What's it called. Now, does it just uh, disappear? Does it just disappear in the video? Is that? Is oh. that edited or is that? The way it actually was shot, do yeah. we know? Yeah, I, no. I, I've never watched the Harry Potter stuff, so I, oh, that's completely but, fake. But yeah. they're yeah. they're saying that, it, that it's supposed to be this. Is it Dobby? 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 It Dobie. looks. I think Dobie? it's Dobby. It looks like it's spelled it's definitely Dobby. spelled Dobby. I agree with that. But everything I've seen and Dobie heard Dobie. is Dobby. So this is supposed that's, to be. That's, it's the way they. Look, guys, <laughs> it just the house elf. Well, no, that's just where the video ends. Dobby. Yeah, but well, I mean, the video continues. There's nothing there. Uh, are we so. going to talk about a shadow though? He's got a is shadow. It, yeah, he's casting a shadow. Yeah. Is that but just, is but that, all that can be oh, that's manipulated in videos. Yeah. 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 So it's not. It's but not, Rick, look, he looks like look, he it looks is. like he looks like that. Look, he's walking down through here. It's a well lit area, by the way, mm-hmm. and it looks like he does the funky chicken with his elbows. He does. Watch right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he goes on. Yeah. By the way, that's funny. <laughs> uh, that may be a sign that this is not now, right. Now, could this be more comedy? Yeah. Than, uh, is it likely a hoax? One hundred percent likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but I don't know how. They, I don't know how they did it though. But that's w- good. but I'll go back to this. Back to the Patterson film. If this isn't a hoax, oh, we got a little elf out there. We got we got some we got a little creature walking around. Dobie's real. Person. Dobie is real. Huh. You're really saying Dobie. Well, that's because that's what everybody else calls him, Rick. But it's clearly spelled Dobby. I, it bothers me too. Okay, yeah. but I went Dobie as far this D-O-B-I-E. morning. I went as far this morning I to know. look it up and you. listen to people talking about it because it look, bothered don't me. Don't get so this much. Potter bus started. I know. They're right. They're another, they're another one of them weird bunches. Mm. Oh but, yeah. But uh, 
But, you know, because the word mm. hobby is spelled the same way. Yeah. Lobby. It's just only one letter is different. Lobby. I know. And we're going to call this Doby? I went through this this morning in my mm. mind. Really? I'm over it now. I'd be okay. The singer spe- Doby Gray spells it D-O-B-I. Thank you. I was just about to say that. We were parallel thinking that. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, day after day, I'm still confused. That's D-O-B-I. I want, and, and look, it may somebody may call in and say, Helms, you're wrong. It's, it's, it's clearly Dobby. But I watched two videos this Dobby, morning with people Dobby. talking about Harry Potter and this house elf. Can't even believe I know that it's a house elf. Why did you say <laughs> that? And, like it? and they were saying Doby in the videos. <laughs> All right, Ricky and Talladega. Hmm. You know, if I'm going to go for Harry Potter information, I'm not sure why I'm going to Talladega, but Ricky and Talladega. I just don't see like they got a big viewing audience in, in, the, in the dig, but maybe we'll see. All right, uh, Ricky, hi. Hey. Hey. Angry Hemsley, it's Dobby, you what? goodin'. I'm just telling you what I, I – I'm not arguing with you. I just saying I watched two things this morning that clearly said Dobie. Well, you know what you got a bunch of idiots on. And right? this was on YouTube, and it was talking about Harry Potter. Let me tell you something. I don't watch Harry Potter. I'm I hate to break it to you. I'm proud to say I don't know that it's Dobby. If it had a B, it'd be Bobby. So a D is Dobby. Bubba, we right? went through that a minute ago with Hobby right. and Lobby. Lobby, Hobby, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, Bobby I'm just, just stepped I'm in. just re- restating just it. I, I don't know right. how you could have Guys, it I did that. We talked about this. We don't say Bobby Brady. You could. So I think the people you saw are wrong. Possibly. Now, for there to be two videos that say I don't, wrong, I don't want to be wrong or right on this. No, I couldn't no, care less. No, I just find it interesting. I know. Because you don't know, and none of us do. I don't think right. we got a Harry Potter person on the staff, and, and I'm thankful for that. Adler, but he's probably gone. He's gone. But here's yeah. the thing. But you, because you, like you, you knew none of us even knew what this character Wanted was called. Wanted to get it right. You went to not one, but two, two videos, websites. and it was supposed to be Harry Potter people saying it wrong. Correct. They, they got to admit the odds of that are pretty low. Absolutely. So anyway. Hmm. All right. But the, but the word, trying to make that word anything other than Dobby is very difficult. But the videos I, did. I, I agree. But all right, so back to this. So why, I mean, did they just doctor this video? I mean, what's well, the deal with Well, that? we hope so. If not, we've, we've got, a, we've got some sort of goblin-type thing walking but, around. What, but what effect is that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. How I don't even. There's, I, I bet you some of the, some of the youngsters in Rick Webber University can probably do it. <laughs> but uh, but none of us believe this thing's walking around somebody's neighborhood. No, not no, at all. No, no. I, I, clearly if, edited video. The way Dobby. it the way it disappeared was one thing. If it had just walked off into the distance, that would have been a right. If he had gotten in that car and drove off, then you had. <laughs> what if he looked into the camera and sang "Drift Away" by Dobie Gray? Hey ham, it's Dobby. Dobby, Dobby, so, uh, so there you go. Look, I'm happy. If, if it is Dobby, I'm happy about that. Trust me. Because it makes more sense. Because it does make more sense. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, if you've seen the footage, uh, we'll put it in show notes today. Either someone has doctored this, which I think is likely, or there's a weird goblin creature walking around somebody's neighborhood. It's one or the other. Yeah, oh, let's, let's hope doctored. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, celebrating 25 years of making a living off low expectations. 18 minutes now past the hour. You got Rick and Bubba. Few southern breezes and the southern wind. All right, so as we make our way back, uh, wow, this is um, you know, a lot of people. 
and throw around the term. Well, I guess today was your day. Uh, but this story, uh, sadly, about a Florida motorcyclist. When when you're riding along I-95, um, and uh, you know we've had in this in the deep south lots and lots of a tropical type uh, weather pattern, and that 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 includes a lot of heavy rain, thunderstorms coming up. I don't know where this that old thick air, high humidity. I mean, you're mm. you're you look if you have a, a door that has any glass on it, it's got you know it's got condensation yeah, on oh it. Yeah. And your glasses, if you step out, if you have sunglasses or wear glasses, they fog up. <laughs> Just so thick, nasty air. Uh, and sadly, Bubba, I mean, this guy's riding a motorcycle and was struck by lightning right in the top of the head. Yeah, Rick, they have a picture of his helmet. It looks like uh, wow. somebody took a sledgehammer to it or something. Uh, Cracked and burned from the lightning strike. Of course, the guy didn't make it. Um, The motorcyclist was 45 years old and from Charlotte, North Carolina. His name has not yet been released. Boy, that's a... Yeah, guys, that's under the category of it was just your day. I mean, that is just a... They said the impact of the strike caused him to, to go off the road, so... We're, you know, I, I don't know if if the lightning strike itself killed him or the wreck, but it was a combination. You know, I'm going to say two holes in the helmet look bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say if lightning strikes you in the top of the head, it's hard to hold her in the middle. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. you, 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 yeah, you, I'm the, agree to the, that. The cycle or yeah. is, is is headed to the side of the road. That it or, is. I mean, it just. I mean, guys, can you imagine? You're just. I mean, you're riding along. Wow. I yeah, mean, that's that's tragic. We, uh, I know, we had a little lightning discussion break out earlier. It's. Uh, it's quite a phenomenon, and it, and it that old lightning. It, it has such a range of damage that it can do. Sometimes it, it it appears to be, you know, you think you got it figured out, and it looks like it contradicts itself. But it, the problem with lightning is you can you can go everything from about a carpet shock to what you see here, or it melting steel down into pi, into powder. So you got a wide range, and uh, boy, this was a direct hit. Yeah, and that's that's the bad ones. You have those that get, you know, damaged or hurt in what I call a near field. In other words, lightning hits, you're in the magnetic field of it. It causes damage. It knocks out equipment, can burn you even. But the direct hits are just, that's that's a whole other deal. That's like Thor yeah. drilling you with his big hammer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, a lot like that. And, you know, we've had this thing in the discussion broke out earlier about cars and how safe they are. Do, do the tires protect you? And the tires are an insulator. But a big enough jolt can can overcome that insulator. I mean, that's uh, there. There's been tires melted down in lightning strikes, so that's not the key. The reason that a lot of people survive or feel like a car is safe is because you're enclosed in metal, and that causes the the charge to go around you, not through you. Which, when it goes through you, you have no hope. So mm-hmm. that it's really not about it being insulated. As a matter of fact, being insulated is the worst thing. If you're grounded, you, you, you bleed that charge off that would attract the lightning. I want to tell you, you just wasted a really nice new Rick and Bubba staff shirt. I'm yeah, telling okay. You, does that make sense? So yeah, I tried uh, to nutshell yeah, it. it. I didn't does. try to go it Cortana does. Lightning. It's not going to help. Right. It's not going to help Cortana. your desire though to be the person on the show that's known as. <laughs> but but well, I, I just you know we we've all been caught in a thunderstorm and you know we've all heard we'll go to the car. It's insulated or you know whatever, but it's because you're in the shell of the metal, just like an airplane. It has the metal right, shell right. that helps. Well, let me ask you this. I um, what I'm wondering though, Mister Science Person. If, if if a lightning bolt hits me right in the top of the head, am I am I done? If you were standing on the ground, it hits you right in the top of the head. You're pretty. I, I'm going to guess it. that you're done. It, but again, it depends on the current flow. Um, 
You know, and, and again, I don't get too deep into this, but <clears throat> what's the name too of that late. thing you put your hands on and, you know, the lightning kind of arcs in the thing, too? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I used to see them at Radio Shack and yeah, stuff. Oh, sure. It's a Dobby. Yeah, that may be, <laughs> I mean, that, that thing may be four or 5,000 volts, but it doesn't have any current to it, so it doesn't hurt you. The current is what actually does the work. And, um, you know, it, it, the current in a lightning strike can be minuscule or it can be massive, and you just don't know. Yeah, I was, um, I was visiting my in-laws yesterday and all the, all the family, and they were talking about being caught on some of these bass fishing teams because uh, my nephew's on one of those bass fishing teams, and he said, and these thunderstorms will come up. And said, everybody start taking the rods and putting them down, laying yep. them, oh, yeah. them down in the boat. Because you're the highest thing. And yeah. then, and then he he said they literally like we'll, we'll find a boathouse. He said we found one that didn't have uh, you know any, anybody in it, and like it was kind of old and abandoned. All it had was a top, and we just took our boat in there and just rode the storm out. Yeah, any cover help. Is he talking about a bad feeling? Mm. But but you know, and this always to me was confusing. You, you used to see the old farmhouses that had the lightning rods on top of it. We think, my gosh, that's trying to, to draw lightning down or attracting lightning. No, what it actually does is dissipate the charge over the roof so the lightning does not see it, per se, electrically. And uh, you can do the same thing with towers, and they've had amazing results using things called static cats on top of towers. God forbid this were to happen, because I know there's people that are, they're, that are mourning, and I don't want to make light of that. But, it, but it, in, when someone dies in a bizarre way, you know, there's certain things if it was me, would the helmet be on, like like sitting on something next to the the viewing? Mm. Would you put the helmet in there? Uh, yeah, I, I, mm. the family probably wouldn't want it in there, but I think everybody would be curious to see what it looked like. Yeah, right. right. You know, because right. it's such a strange Maybe phenomenon. This Can I let y'all yeah. know this? If that happens to me, mm. I'm good with the helmet being on display. Okay, because I know everybody wants to see it. See the the problem the yeah. problem yeah. with the motorcycle. I say he loved mm. to ride. So you, you yeah. He's he went a, out doing what he loved. Mm-hmm. Again, nobody ever says that about a fat person that had a heart attack. Right. See, he, he's riding down the highway just like a car, and they're they're building up a charge going mm. through the thunderstorm and the particles in the air and all that. Could teach class on this. He, he is not protected. You are in that car. It gives you a shield around it, but it, it really has nothing to do with being insulated. Can I tell you how soon, this is, how cr- soon at the gate, if it was one of us, that we have to get off by ourselves and go, so Bubba got hit on top of him by yeah. lightning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure it'd be a hot topic. No <laughs> pun intended. Dang, dang the luck. Mm-hmm. What about the tribute when you come back on and trying to hold it together? Mm. Well, y'all know Ridley used to like to ride. And I like to say it's Adler. Adler. We, got, yeah. we got a motorcycle. Oh, I know. Ride. I know. And picture us trying to handle it with the right amount of balance. It I know. Would, it, it would be, it would be very tough. It very would be tough. very difficult. It, it would be I, It would be sad to begin with, but as time went on, the, right. the jokester in you – you couldn't play any song with lightning in it Mm-mm. or any reference to lightning <laughs> no. in the song. I'd make some kind of reference like, you know, you got to give lightning credit. It's pretty accurate. That's a tiny little head of it. Yeah. yeah like, that. <laughs> like Blackberry Smoke, you know, their their song. Anytime when you hear lightning, everybody look at each other like, wow. Yeah, you so could, you brought it up. You'd almost have to drop out, out of rotation <laughs> yeah. on bad music, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. and what does the line say? Waiting on the thunder while the lightning kills us all? <laughs> right. Or will the lightning kill us all? <laughs> yeah, whatever the line. <laughs> whatever is. The you line know what is. I mean? It's something like that. It would be removed from bad music for at least six weeks. Yeah, at least. <laughs> oh yeah, <clears throat> it'd be at least two segments talking about it. At least two. Yeah, well, and, and but when you get caught out in in a lightning storm the next time, you'd be like, "Wow, well, I got to get out of here." Mm-hmm. Well, I, I ain't playing no games with this, Jane. Uh, yeah, I know this shocks you. Me and motorcycles <laughs> probably not going to spend a lot of time together. <laughs> you know, what? I don't see you on. No, nah. especially a crotch rocket. Nah, not going to happen. Nah, I don't do motorcycles. 
You know, I, yeah. I, I love sitting on the front porch, and we've talked about this. We'll go out and look at traffic if, it, like, a front's coming through or something in rain. Mm-hmm. Um, but during all this, uh, the, the systems that's been coming through the southeast the last couple of days, I was sitting on the front porch and had it like I liked it, and then all of a sudden lightning came in across the – Across the way over the tree line, mm-hmm. and went, and that'll do it. You yep. know, yep. if I can I'm just out. sit out and just see it come through mm-hmm. with no lightning, I'm okay. But yeah, I've made I've made the mistake of now following Span's little little Twitter thing about pictures. No, yeah, and Span pics or whatever it is, right? And I would like to see him call a little more. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there's some incredible <laughs> shots and some some yeah. light, some lightning yeah. shots. Yeah, you know, I, I like to see a little less. There's a traffic jam on 65. Right, I, Span. Let's drop those out. <laughs> I mean, and and, and 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 once we've got a couple of sunsets or sunrises, mm-hmm. we don't need a thousand of them. You know, let's, let's Rick. What if it was the top three every day? Yeah, let's top go, three. Hey, Span. Let's go with the best of the best. <laughs> now, I know he goes through thousands of pictures a day and all that, but when you're following him, it gets a little repetitive. You know, and, and once somebody's told us there's a car on fire on the side of the road, we got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see just break it down. To, I'm talking about to the meat because there's some pretty incredible pictures in there. But I'm having to weed through a lot of seal. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sunset at the beach? Or you, how you how you feel about those? Yeah, well, the, the, first, the first three, not five hundred. Talking about the, the eight hundred I saw. Yeah. Uh, and hey, hey, sir, sir, and you know who you are. If you're going to give us a flood picture, it needs to be more severe than that. Oh, a little water standing in the that yard. Just like, that is like water standing in a ditch. We all got that. Right. <laughs> if you're going to send Span a flood picture, I want to yeah. see a dog on something, flood. Yeah. Something better be floating away. You I'll, know what? I should have sent him the picture of the baseball field that was flooded that we were going to try to play on Saturday after I drove to Huntsville for no reason. I should have sent him that one. How do we not call that game quicker? Nah, I, I know they're trying to get – you know, in, in our the area – forecast was ugly. I know, but it was not just a blanket uh, of rain. I know. You know, but, it was different pockets. But you know what it was? Did it hit the field? Does it not hit the field? I, I don't know. Yeah, it could be raining in the parking lot, dry on the right. field in the summer. You never know. But, Rick, yeah. it's funny you mention that because I took a picture of a, a massive rain shaft yesterday, and I thought about sending it to Span, <laughs> and I went, nah, I'm not going to send it well, to you, him. Well, you'll be lost. He'll have, he'll have 400 of <laughs> I, I, I think he gets like 2,000 a day. <laughs> If, I know, and I know that's difficult, man. Just because they send it to you, don't mean you got to post it. <laughs> I mean, just let's get down to the. I mean, I, I want nothing but great ones. The I'll best of the best. Yeah, you know, we don't we don't send every team to the College World Series. No, we send we eight. Don't. Right. We don't. We'll be back. We got your phone calls and more stories at the bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Like fuse and run now, brother, cause you ain't got a lot of time. 35 minutes now past the hour. Lines are available. Diesel Dixon taking those phone calls right now as we go phone trolling. Uh, we've got about nine lines available. One is already lined up and ready to go. Uh, so, But you guys need to stir up and get ready. If you want to get in, uh, Diesel Dixon's ready to take your calls right now, and lines are available. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Blackberry Smoke brings us back. So as we make our way back, the old theme music makes it official. And lines are available at the end of 30 seconds. The buzzer sounds. 
Your time on the program comes to a close. Bubba does have a timeout. So does Helmsy. As you're lining up, don't forget, at MyPillow.com right now, enter the promo code Bubba. Get two, get a two-pack of premium MyPillows at the lowest price Mike Lindell has ever offered, $69.98. Use the promo code Bubba. That's $34.99 a pillow. Uh, and this offer has never been offered before, and it is for a limited time. MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Brock in Alabama gets us started. Here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, Brock, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Uh, good morning, monkey grass. Thanks for the call. Welcome, sir. brother. Go ahead. Hey, uh, two things. Number one, this 280 traffic is horrible. Yep. Number two, mm. I was wondering y'all's thoughts about the uh, Southern Baptist Convention coming to Birmingham. I have the wonderful opportunity to serve as a collegiate missionary during this opportunity, and I was wondering your guys' thoughts on it. Well, I know it's not the full-blown convention. It's actually the pastor's uh, conference, uh, and uh, so uh, that's big. Our, our church, actually, uh, Shades Mountain Baptist Church, is hosting it. Uh, so there's been a lot of folks at the church working very hard on that. It started last night and rose through today about 6,000 pastors uh, from Southern Baptist churches all over the country all coming to Birmingham. So we're glad to have them here. Uh, it's a, it's was he talking about the same thing? Because he the, he is he sounded like he was talking about in the future, and that's right now. Yeah, is he I, talking about something different. All I know is that the Southern Baptist Convention, the part Birmingham is hosting, is the pastors' conference. Right. You know, which is almost like a. Uh, so I, I I don't know about the the, the full blown deal coming here or not. Yeah, and I think most of our facilities are under construction or going to be under construction. So they, we got a massive redo going on yeah, downtown. It so. would be surprising if anything was coming after this because of what you yeah, just said because yeah. I know the Gridiron Men's Conference. We don't have a highway down there. Yeah, Gridiron <laughs> Men's Conference is there this year, but next year because they're going to also start redoing the actual arena right? Uh, that uh, that the Gridiron Men's Conference next year actually be in Huntsville. Yeah, we, we have so, a downtown area that has no interstate right now. They're rebuilding it. Uh, the Civic Center complex is all going to be redone and they're building a football stadium all yeah. right there right together a lot so going I, on uh, that's that's quite a little area down there right now jimmy and decatur jimmy go ahead welcome to the program uh yeah i was paying attention to that video well i went back rewatched the, the little alien creature mm-hmm. of it did you uh if you notice in the house window there's a reflection of him in the house windows you can actually see the creature yeah when he walks Right as he gets into the beside the vehicle, right in front of the camera, if you pause it and look into the house window, there is a reflection of him. Now that's some pretty good editing skills if that was really uh, edited in there. Well, you see yeah, a door open too, and and I know I know what you're saying. Um, and, and yes, that is correct. But I'll tell you, some of these video uh, manipulation programs now, the their program, they do the the shadows, they do reflections. I mean, they really can do. Well, look at the movies. Look how many movies you've been to that shot in front of a green screen. And yeah, you go, look, there's wow. Dobie right there. There he is. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, I see him in the – do it again. Yeah, you see him in the reflection of the car, too. You also yeah. see a shadow come up early back yeah. here to the right. Clearly Dobie. As he, as he, walks, as he walks in <laughs> uh, right there, see that, over to your right? Mm-hmm. And then here comes a shadow out in front of him, and see there's the window the right car, there. Yeah. yeah, there is a reflection in the window. I mm-hmm. love that little Did he have a Does he have a reflection in the car as well? Yes, in the car window is what I was looking yeah, at. Yeah, look to the left. You can see it in the house. Stop window. it right there, yeah. Sweetie. Oh, All right, yeah, hold on. Yeah, back. My bad. If the only, the only thing that, that looks a little strange to that, going up to you see him in the car window. The hole right there. 
the light is on the back of him, and the reflection would be more to the front or the side, and it looks lit too. So I don't know if it's watch the house window going by. Watch the house window going by. He also gets in the house right there. Yeah, see him in the house windows. Right now, he's way in the front now, so you'd expect the reflection Mm -hmm. to be bright. But the fact that it did the funky chicken as it went by (laughs) kind of tells me that it might be kind of a good one. Somebody's pulling. Well, and like Greg said, really. Uh, if I have seen an alien creature, a goblin, a demon, uh, a, a, a Dobby Doby, whatever I've seen in my oh, I'm dr- not going to stop calling in, in, in my driveway, I have a press conference, not I post it on my Facebook page. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I have. I have, I have, I mean, I right. I've got this? cameras yeah. pointing at me. I've I have got the Department of Defense out there roping everything off. People right. are fighting over cameras, I mean, over, yeah. their, over their microphone where it's going to be positioned on the desk. I, I don't just say, look on Facebook, look, I think I got a creature walking in my driveway. Uh, we continue eight six six. We be big. Uh, Justin out of Gadsden, listening to Z ninety three. Justin, go ahead. How about it? Hey, uh, I was just wondering if y'all ever heard of the uh, five cars being stolen out of North Carolina on the uh, power tour. Apparently, that went through there. On the what? Now? Been what, all over what tour? The, the power tour. Not familiar. Is, magazine. Is this a car enthusiast gathering of of the most powerful automobiles? Yeah. And so you're saying those that were on display for everybody to see, somebody stole five of them? Five of them out of the hotel. Wow. What was that movie with Nicolas Cage where they did this? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good movie. Mm. We continue. Gone in 60 seconds. There you go. We continue, Trent, on Highway 75. Trent, go ahead, 30 seconds. How about you? Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Hey, I was just going to give you a little clarification. I'm a Southern Baptist Minister, but I just wanted to let y'all know the pastor's conference is going on, started last night today, but the yearly Southern Baptist Convention is at the BJCC Tuesday and Wednesday, and they even had a a large outreach effort to the Metro Birmingham area um, the past, over the last weekend, where they trained all last week, brought in college students from all over. Okay, I see what you're saying. So the pastor's conference was Sunday, Monday, but the main conference is Tuesday, Wednesday, all at the same time. So it must... Yeah, I need preceded the, I, a little bit. I need the pastor's conference when it was because you know, like I say, we've got so many people volunteering for it and all that. So, so anyway, so I guess the whole thing is there. Well, we need them down there praying for that downtown area. They get that fixed. <laughs> I'm telling you, we continue. <laughs> I mean, it's going to take a lot of prayers. Uh, let's go to Daniel in Auburn. Daniel, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Green Acres Monkey Grass. Hey. <laughs> go ahead, buddy. How about you? Hey, man, proud favor for, uh, from the Alexander Valley Cubs up there in Calhoun County. Go ahead. Uh, been, listening, been listening to you guys for quite a bit, and it's been driving me crazy. I cannot uh, understand why the, the love of me uh, that this pursues, but I want to know the backstory on Merk, 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 Merk. We've told that many times, but uh, here's what it is. That is, um, I don't even think we're right. No, it's, we're not. It turned into got. our version of it. Yeah, yeah we were. We were. Yeah, we watch a lot of animal documentaries, and there was a mating call of a Gila monster, uh, and I think we even called a Komodo dragon a Gila monster. I think it was actually Komodo dragons. Right. And when we remember it, we'll say Gila monster. Sometimes it's not the same thing. But right. but uh, that that is actually supposed to be the mating call for them. Uh, when they're looking for a companion. So if we ever get lost in a crowd, we make that noise for each other to know where we are to try to get the group back Yeah, together. That, that's probably a bad tie-in the way you describe that. It but well, it's just um, it, ju- it just was a sound we started making from that. But, mm-hmm. you know, the Komodo dragon, I mean, it's a, it's a living, breathing dinosaur. I mean, there's yeah, no doubt. Right. It, it was time left behind. And, uh, you know, their, their mouth is so deadly. 
Uh, their yeah. saliva, it's, uh, I mean, unbelievable. It is a chemical weapon. It is. It really is. Uh, I can't imagine, uh, you know, that, that process of them reproducing must be something. I don't remember that in the documentary. I don't either. I'm thankful I don't. Yeah, I don't uh, either. But it really, it's just uh, if someone calls them and does that, it's almost like a little, hey, I'm one of, right. I'm, I'm one of the team. Mm-hmm. But it's but, easy to get somebody's attention, like if you're in a big store mm-hmm. and you can't find, you know, meek, 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 and then you'll hear somebody over by the restrooms, usually Bubba. Yep, yep. <laughs> or the snack bar. And then you're like, got you. Bubba's, yep. Bubba's over by the snack bar. Right. We continue. Let's go to Robin in Decatur, 100.3 The River. Robin, go ahead. Good morning. I'll apologize ahead of time for the vagueness and the lack of details, but I remember on 60 Minutes a couple of years ago seeing a story about the black market for liquor and stuff like that in the Dominican and the, the Caribbean. and restaurants had to actually break the bottles so that people wouldn't get them out of the trash to go refill them with oh, antifreeze or Lord really? knows what. So. Well, you know what? That, if you remember that, that has to be what ties into the story. Yeah. Yeah. From that part of the world, people are <laughs> drinking stuff and it's killing them out of the mini bar. They're getting those little bottles and refilling them. Yeah. Mm. What are you, is that just some kind of terrorist attack on people? or Are they? Yeah. So they said they had a problem with that in the past. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thanks for being with us today. I hope you'll join us. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. You're listening to Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest men alive. As, um, as we make our way back, we do have another story uh, involving weather. You know, we talked about the lightning story a little while ago. Uh, and boy, the, the pictures from this, the crane that collapsed uh, on a, a Dallas apartment building Sadly, it has killed one person, injured at least five, and has done all sorts of property damage. See how many automobiles it destroyed that were in the parking deck and all that? Yeah, the building uh, suffered multiple collapses in different areas of the building, uh, including residential space and the parking garage. It, it just, boy, it's like a chain reaction when these things fall. Yeah, I said the high winds in the storm uh, toppled it right on top to the apartment building. And, uh, I mean, I was really, I mean, I know these things. You forget how big and heavy they are until you see one fall and just, yeah. just I'm oh, talking yeah. about tear the whole place yeah. up. Is there video of it falling? Yeah. yeah. Security we, I mean, oh, really? Uh, actually falling? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so see yeah. Falling. Oh, yeah. There, there it right is. There. Oh, buddy. Yeah, there it is. We're looking at it on our mm. YouTube feed right now if you're mm. watching on YouTube. That thing just cuts through a building like a yeah. butter knife, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, again, I, you can see those high winds getting yeah. it right there. Yeah, yeah, they said there was 70-mile-an-hour winds in the area. And, hey, baby, down she goes. Whew. I mean, down she goes. Mm. So uh, so you, you, the, the thing, I mean, I know that you, if you're going to put cranes up, there's got to be, everybody knows it could be out there in high winds. Right, yeah. Right. Is this is this going to, is everybody going to call negligence or, hey, it was so bad, nothing, nothing anybody can do about it? I don't know. There, it looked like there was another one right there fairly close to it that it didn't affect. Did you see it on oh, that gosh. in that long-distance mm. picture? Speedy, if you if, see it, look at the. Let me tell you, if there is another one that did not fall, mm-hmm. that is your commercial trying to get somebody get a contract yeah. bid. See, you there's know? another one just to the left. See yeah, it? Yeah. It's still standing. Yeah. But I mean, it, you know the way these winds gust. Who knows? But I, I'm sure there's some 
safety issues they they follow with this and apparently that one exceeded that i'm sure there'll be a full investigation do you think farmers insurance will do another commercial about this yeah yeah the hall of fame we, we saw it we covered it and uh when, when a crane because really you park your car in the deck you really don't think that a crane's gonna crash through the parking deck no. and destroy your car no you don't Rick. and you, so, so the winds I don't know why these insurance company commercials are the greatest. By the way, yeah, they the, do a good the job. one look at that right there. God, the gracious. one right now you with the walrus even. in front of the goalie. Yes, that yeah. own, why does that own me? It's fun. What is it? Because you usually don't see one in front of a hockey goal. Yeah, have you not seen that? Uh, I think he's a walrus. Guy, guy goalie. He's a goalie. <laughs> I bet he's tough. <laughs> oh, yeah, well he fills up the whole net. Can't get it. Then he gets tired. It's a walrus. He takes a nap. He gets tired then. Lays down. I mean, how you can't even have a crane. Mm-mm. I mean that that that's a mm. well. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Good gracious! <laughs> you try to get a crane set up, and we can't <sighs> even. Um, so some other stories that we've been looking at today. Um, can can California? I mean, and the Democrats. <laughs> oh can, gosh! Can, can y'all not? Can y'all not figure <laughs> wow. this out? I mean, <laughs> I mean they got homeless <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I mean, you know who's coming? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, so now, uh, all right. So so we've got. <laughs> Now California, the Democrats in California, that, I mean, what is the definition of insanity? I think it's continuing to try the same things, expecting different results. Well, California is already cash-strapped. We know that. And uh, they keep inviting more illegal immigrants in. And now they're wanting to to pay them and give illegal immigrants more benefits. So now they're saying that that not only have they tried to be sanctuary cities there, which those have turned into, Mm -hmm. I still go back to the the doctor that said to call it third world is actually disrespectful to third world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's almost medieval. And now we're going to say that we have people coming in that we don't know where they came from. They're all over the streets. They're relieving themselves in the streets. Mm -hmm. There's rats everywhere. We've got diseases we haven't seen in, in decades. And we can't seem to understand that if you keep saying if you can get here, we keep giving you stuff, that this problem's only going to get worse. Uh, so now they're saying that they they want to pay tens of thousands of uh, – pay for tens of thousands of illegal immigrants to have full health benefits. Yeah. But they can't even fund health benefits for Correct. what they already have. Correct. Well, Rick, and how they're going to pay for it, the plan says that the state will start taxing people who don't have health insurance. It's a revival of the individual mandate penalty that was on the books under Obamacare, right. but parts have been rolled back in the past couple of years with the Republican Congress. Yeah, only the Democrats could come up with a plan that says we everybody we're, we're close to you know there, there's a small percentage <laughs> of, our, of, of our country that doesn't have health care. Let's concentrate on how we can help them. Only the Democrats would say trash the whole thing, take insurance away from people who already have it. And then force people who were never paying it, who don't have money for it, force them to buy something that they can't afford. Well, with the the budget deficits California already tax, have, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like you're driving over, uh, taking a car and driving off a cliff with it. Right. Well, they, they're just going to gas it as they go now, right. you know, wide open. Now, Michigan's, uh, is it Rashida? Yeah, the uh, uh, I, I the congresswoman. Yeah, I never, I never, no, never know how to say Now, this, this is the one who, uh, you know, was – Cussing Trump, remember? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. said she's going to take the MF down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the one. That's the one. Well, she now has a plan. Now, th- again, this is the, the Democrats that doesn't seem to understand where things come from. A plan that would pay lower and middle income American families thousands of dollars every month in exchange for doing nothing. 
So we're just going. We're just going. We're just going. Did the Democrats before. never get raised in the house of our parents? That, that did they never learn the <laughs> no. you think money grows on trees? No. I mean, I, I mean, do you remember hearing that as a kid? I heard that so many times as a kid. I didn't know what to do. Now, Rick, especially is, the one time I told my mom not to worry about it, just write a check. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, then and then I got a speech on where checks come from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah our, what, what, what checks mean? Our kids one time told us we couldn't afford something. They said, "We'll just go to the bank and get more." Right. That's where sure. you get it now. They, they were good little Democrats, weren't they? Yeah. Of course, they were children. Yeah. Now, uh, the bill would give direct cash payments to those at the bottom of the income tree, annually offering $3,000 to individuals, 6000 to families, in an attempt to reduce poverty in the United States and bolster the wages of the poor. See, here's where it's mislabeled. That's not wages. That's no, just a no. giveaway. I mean, that, they're saying one thing, but they're doing something. See, else. when you when someone's paid wages, they then pay taxes, <laughs> which then you get some money back, and you get some type of production out of wow. it. Wow! Yeah, they actually yeah. do something. It, yeah. it says that's an investment. Wait a minute! Oh no! Here we go. <laughs> I'm confused just a little bit. <laughs> Are you telling me if we take money and throw it up a hog's butt and get nothing in return, we'll run out of money? Is that the truth? I mean, can you mm. believe this? Hey, if we start telling illegal people to come here and get more stuff, will more come? Eyes, please look at his eyes. Will more come, Greg? That's a breakthrough. Focus on the eyes. What happened? Where'd all these people come from, Bubba? <laughs> Oh, they're pouring in here, ain't they? Where'd these rats come from? What happened? Why do I have a cough? Why don't they live? Yeah. Why don't they live in a house? I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. How, how do they not understand? This is just oh basic elementary walking around chewing gum stuff. Now, the the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics <laughs> say that there are currently more than seven point four eight million job openings, and Nobody they're saying wants. they're saying that this would hurt the U.S. growth because people would. Decide to stay at home as opposed to going to an entry-level job. Wait a minute! (laughs) Are you saying that if you pay me to do nothing, I won't work? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Who came up with that? Is that real? (laughs) Why are they staying at home, Greg? (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) I thought they'd go work anyway. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. The real Greg Burgess here, Speedy, Helmsy. Adler's out, but Big Love and Dulio have that covered. Diesel Dixon also helping today. And Diamond Dale earning their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Welcome back. Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here, Rick. Thank you, and thank everybody for giving us this wonderful opportunity. Hey, don't forget, if you're trying to order something for Dad for Father's Day coming up this weekend, it is Father's Day. And remember, we had one of our many Rick and Bubba goals uh, that we've set to try to change the world 25 years ago. One of them was we want to take Father's Day and make it make it at least equally as important as Mother's Day, uh, and uh, and we were I mean because let's face it, uh, up. I mean it, 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 at least make Dad equal with Mom, you know. Yeah, really? Now, maybe Dad hasn't mastered the guilt trip that Moms have mastered. I don't know, but there just there hasn't just Dads have not not done well. But I think we've improved that 
quite a bit. And if you want to get something for Dad out of the Rick and Bubba store, you need to order that by today, tomorrow at the latest, to be sure you have it by the weekend. And uh, there's some really cool items there for, for the dads, too. So a couple of things we, that, we, that we didn't finish on our California is oh, yeah. losing its mind update. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, we also have a levy that's coming well, up. Well, the, the, the story says that thousands of residents in North Cal, uh, Northern California may be threatened by flooding in the future by levees that have been weakened, not by weather and not by natural causes, but because of homeless encampments. Mm-hmm. They've popped up on both sides of the levees in Sacramento and San Joaquin counties and are creating damage to the flood control structures because residents are digging into the slope of the dam to create a flat surface to put their tent up. In other words, they don't want to be, you know, they don't want to roll in their tent down the hill. So they're, mm-hmm. they're digging out, putting their tent up, but the fact they're digging out, they're digging into the dam. And they're going to cause a washing problem. Does California have have any clue? I mean, it's it, it just this is what's going on. I, I mean, this do do you? I, not- I can't say. You know, every decision is like a crossroads, and you can go mm-hmm. left or you can go right. I just don't see too many they're making the right call on. Mm-hmm. I can't remember them making the right call on anything in a long time. Well, let's uh, let's follow the logic of California and I, and confused American has already spoke to a little bit more. Last I not believe it. He's got well, it because, because confused American is just standing in the <laughs> middle of California. So first of all, let's go through their whole history. They didn't understand that if your your population increases, but the building of power plants decreases. You will run out of power for everybody. They couldn't, they couldn't figure that out. Right. That, that and, and look, that's just then you have to start buying. It. That, yeah. That's just math. <laughs> if, you know, I got to have power for what the population. Yeah. Uh, they they haven't learned that if you dig dig fire breaks, that that you know there's certain things you can't do anything about when it comes to wildfires. But you can try your best. Yeah. To minimize the damage by digging fire breaks, and California says no, we want we want the underbrush to be natural. Well, natural underbrush is is, is called creates kin- giant fire. It's called yeah. kindling. Well, it's, it's called Rick, kindling, and, and that's the point. You yeah. don't do control burns. You don't do uh, fire breaks and all that. And and certainly, these wildfires in California bring their own challenges with the winds. But at least you're making a dent into it so that you don't burn the entire state down the first time lightning strikes. California can't figure out that if you tax wealthy people into oblivion, they will leave. Yep. They can't figure that out. Uh, you know, the whole movie industry, and, and, and I think we need to Chick-fil-A the movie industry right now. When I say Chick-fil-A, <laughs> that's when somebody acts like they're going to boycott something, but they really won't. Yeah. And and that's the LGBT, LMNOP. They, they can't get them. They won't boycott Chick-fil-A really because they just can't do without the sandwich. So so and I certainly understand that, but uh, but a well, chicken I, sandwich is higher than any political calling. Right? If I was in a state that were doing some of these updates on the abortion laws, your fetal heartbeat bills, and some of this, and the movie industry started threatening me to go back to California, I'd say, don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out. That's right. Go, go out there and enjoy those taxes. We'll see you back. Yeah. yeah. You're going to yeah. pretend to leave, but you ain't going to leave. Yeah. We're going to catch you shooting movies down here. I know we are. Because <laughs> you left because you couldn't afford to stay right. there. So if you want to run on back to them, then you run on back. By the way, get back there just in time for the bubonic plague from the rats. Yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll be waiting on you. Y'all enjoy that. Enjoy whooping cough, typhoid fever. Enjoy all that. Y'all roll on back to California. Pay high taxes and be sick. Yeah. So uh, and, and, and see, they're not saving any money getting step. getting ready for that. See, yeah. and they're going to have that problem too. There's massive health issues headed their way. Hey, and careful where you step. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah watch no. it. So uh, like and it ain't got anything to do with dogs. Mm-mm. So now we're Human. now we're tearing up the levee with homeless encampments. 
Yeah. We're going to flood the city. They're digging Over in. Over Greg, <laughs> digging in so they have their tent level. Right. So, and, and <laughs> what, but we were talking a minute ago about. If they just had more money, we were giving them. Right. So, <laughs> unbelievable. And, and now don't forget, the thing you'll love about all the things I just said about the stupidity of California, remember that they think they're smarter than you. That's right. If mm-hmm. you don't live there, they look down their disease-ridden nose at you, and, and they talk about how much smarter and evolved they are than all you backwards people in the flyover states. But as Bubba and I have said to them, can I tell California this about all of us down here in the south and in the flyover states? We have power. Our air condition works. Our water is clean, and we're not crapping in the streets. Okay, we dam our rivers up, right. and then we float around on them yeah. all weekend right. having fun. That's right. So, so anyway, um, a good grief, and we got more mm. fish than we can catch. So, and then on this other thing that's going on in Michigan, if a snail darter won't bite a hook, I say we do away right. with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Now we are letting we are letting some people act up down on the beach about a rat, and we need to call that. Yeah, but before we're all going to be sick down at the beach because the stupid beach rat. But anyway, that's another day. But yeah. the um, that's that's one that's one mark against us is the beach rat. Yeah, sure. But, but we've got it fairly contained, right? Yeah, we, it's. I just don't understand the protection of a rat. I no, I don't either. Yeah, so, I don't either. Yeah. So I get rid of all guys. Of guys, them. we really shouldn't protect plagues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so all right. So anyway, um, <laughs> so I was talking with an actual entrepreneur businessman over the over the weekend, spending some time. I hadn't seen him in a while, and we were talking. And he's a very successful restaurant owner of various chains and various brands. And, and this is the problem with what, what happens with big government and handouts. Helping people, these programs were designed to take someone at, at, from a bridge, be a bridge from you're in a real bad place, let's get you back on your feet so you can eat and, have, and cover yourself with some sort of shelter until you start working again, and then, and then we pull back. But what's happened is Democrats have realized that if you keep people on government handouts, they'll vote for you. Mm-hmm. Now, eventually, of course, they don't understand that you can't hand out money you don't really have, but and then it, and then it falls on top of itself. But here's what's happening. Because, look, I, and I'll speak a language that Democrats understand, taxes. That they understand. You know, everything can be solved if we'll just get enough taxes. <laughs> All right. So here's a restaurant owner, and Greg said he's got talked to a businessman with the same problem. I'm sure, Bubba, you have too, yep. and all of us have. He says, I would be building more, and I would be opening more locations with more jobs and paying more taxes if I could get enough employees to staff these restaurants. I can't. All my restaurants are doing well. I can't find people who want to work. So I'm not opening new ones, not because it's not, you know. The The the, demand is there. The demand is there. The economy is booming. But I now keep in mind when he opens a restaurant in your city and in your state, he's he's giving you tax revenue and yeah. jobs. Yep. So, but he can't do that because he said I'm at the point right now where a person this is talking about entry level jobs. He said when it gets to the point that the government will give you a handout of money we don't have now, we're in debt, but we'll give you a handout that is the same amount of money the restaurant will pay you at an entry level job, or with this other job you were talking yeah. about, Greg. Entry-level jobs are, are people having a hard time filling entry-level jobs because if, if, they, if they then raise the, the, the cost of an entry-level job to a place where you can't make a profit, well, then there's no need to open it. So there's an there's a entry-level uh, amount of money that the, these plans have, have, have figured out that, hey, we can make a profit. We'll have this many people on this. We'll have this. And then hopefully you'll move from entry-level to be one of sure. their managers. 
He told me in restaurant business. Chef leader, then a manager. The, the, he yeah. said the manager is the most important person. And the quote was, and we take care of our managers because if you don't, you won't have them. You want the, the good ones. So you want to be the manager. Excellent. You know, if that's the industry you want to be in. But if you don't, then you just work there till you move on to whatever you want to do. Right. He said, we can't get people to work. I said, let me ask you yeah. this. I said, if someone is mentally and physical, physically able to work right now, they can work. He said, 100%. I said, so the people who are mentally and physically able to work, are not working. Why? He said, because they would rather just take a handout from the government. I said, but who? See, that was the miscalculation yeah. when yeah, this started. Think, right, we didn't whatever. think any, especially a grown man, we didn't think a grown man no. would take income for doing nothing and that just be his lifestyle that he then passes on to his kids. Yeah. But that's what's happened. And you know, but you don't see the effects and you go, well, first of all, that's your tax dollars in case you are wondering. Mm-hmm. And this person could be being paid by a private entity who's an, a capitalist who's investing in your country investing in your state, investing in your city, and that's not happening because we got we got people our handouts have become a point where people say this is not a great lifestyle but it's good enough for me. I can drink, I can eat, I got clothes and I'm in a so-so house. Yeah. Now, that's not American to say that's okay with me and, and not to try to, you know, move, but I'm telling you it it, it we got an economy that's booming right now and you know what's stopping it? Can't find enough people to work. Ooh. I mean, he said, I, I said, so you would open more restaurants? He said, oh, absolutely. I can't open anymore because I can't staff them. Wow. 16 minutes past the hour. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Well, we dropped the gate and let them out. Here comes the people, the greatest, most powerful, most influential listening audience in the world. Uh, all ten lines have just been opened. Diesel Dixon takes your phone calls. Come on. Largest number of people, shortest amount of time, 30 seconds a pop. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer will sound. Your time on the program will come to a close. Uh, then we'll make our way to the next caller. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG, lines available, Diesel Dixon ready to get you in line and ready to go. Uh, Helmsley has a timeout, so does Bubba, but that's all they got. Uh, so let's start in Crestview. Uh, I don't know what just happened there. The name just changed. I mean, it, it, now it says M. Lowry. I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds, go ahead. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Uh, y- y'all talking about all these government handouts? Yep. Let me tell you how to end it. Make them take a drug test like all us working folks. Yeah, there's been proposals about that before, and, and I do think it is reasonable for taxpayers uh, who are providing income and then that, that, uh, that money is going to be given to somebody else. I don't think it's evil, wrong, or mean uh, to try to require that person not to squander it. Would you all agree with that? Yeah, well, I, I think the problem, too, is that uh, there, there's a certain pride comes with doing a job and, and accomplishment. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you, you have folks that are not doing that and getting paid, it just you're just giving them money to go get in trouble, you know. And it's kind of like the great song, The Idle Mind is a Playground oh, for the Devil. Oh, my goodness. Do you want to get, you know. I got a pocket full of cash and nothing to do. Yeah. Golly. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Sean in Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Sean, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Um, I'm going to Blue Ridge and Ella J in a couple weeks where Bigfoot was last seen, and oh. <laughs> I have no idea what to put in my search kit. Um, 
So if there's anybody that can help with that, do you have any suggestions? Do they give? Do they, can you carry a weapon? Absolutely. Yeah, well, well yeah, I'd start with that. I'd start with that. <laughs> and, uh, There'll be multiple. You don't want nothing getting up on you. Yeah, and uh, and something that you can shoot accurately. <laughs> and quickly. Yeah, so something you shoot. You need long range and short range. <laughs> I've watched that Bigfoot show. Just go out there and knock on a tree. Mm-hmm. That's true. You that ever see them do that like they're calling him? Oh, of course, yeah. That's a well, he's gonna come to that. Mm-hmm. He's going. That's an idiot out there. Wait a minute. Right. They'll, they'll say they hear one. Mm-hmm. Now well, I love when they have a, a limb mm-hmm. broke and they go, "Look, see signpost." <laughs> yeah. Can Can I tell you my favorite signpost. is when they will just stone cold serious. Is stone cold serious? Be interviewing somebody. So tell us the the size. Well, you know, this it looked like it may have been a baby, uh, probably anywhere between six and seven feet tall. That's a female. Juvenile. <laughs> or, or, or a juvenile, or a, a juvenile or a female. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about people talking about what they know about something. They act like they've captured them and look. Right. Yeah. They've already documented the whole family. Trina and Clay. Trina, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How about it? Hey guys, here's why the Alabama beach mouse is such a big deal. I'm sure you guys have been down there and you've taken your family photos with the beautiful wispy, you know, um, sea oats in the background on the dunes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Their seeds. Their seeds can only germinate if they go through the digestive tract of several species, and the Alabama beach mouse is one of them. So if we don't one of them, and that's key that you said one of them, yeah. meaning not the only and what, one. And one of them has already gone extinct in the late '80s. Good night. Well, yeah. Trina, I, look. In all fairness, I'm not an expert on the uh, ecology of Fort Morgan area, but uh, we visit there quite a bit. I I see no scenario where we need a rat. I just don't. And I've seen them. They're big as house cats now, I mean, because they're protected, and it's just ridiculous. And really, talking to a bunch of men about that, you're not going to get anywhere because we all hate those beach pictures. Yeah, yeah that's true. We have to go out the there. Trees, the least we got to go out there and put that white shirt on, and everybody's got sand all over them. Kids are dr- losing their minds. Nobody <laughs> wants to be in it. And, yeah. then, and then they look at the pictures, and everybody's eyes are squinted. Sure. And, we should have waited usually, a little longer. <laughs> and usually weeds make their way up no matter where they are. Well, look. And I don't know about but, all that germination. But, but, let's, that, but, but, but let's talk about let's talk about having a boom <laughs> booming economy and a booming tourist business. Okay, if I had let's let's say that the mouse would be the end of these wispy things, and yeah. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I don't and know. even you didn't seem know. to say that. But let's say it is. Let's go worst case scenario. Okay, I'm rolling down to Fort Morgan, <laughs> and I want to take my family down there, and I'm I'm, I'm shuttling out some Jack for the place I'm oh, yeah. I'm gonna stay. Am I going to be more concerned about what, how many sea oats we have or rats running under my chair while I'm out there sunbathing? And that has happened to me there. Yeah, I don't Where Where rats are running around underneath you as you're trying to sit by the pool or sit by the beach. Which one do you think is going to keep me the way, away the most? Probably not wanting to vacation with rats. Yeah. I'm just going to say. Yeah. Uh, and I won't notice the plants. Yeah, if the sea oats are gone, we still got a pretty good shot out there. We'll just we'll turn toward the water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, let's go to Hank in Columbus, Georgia. Hank, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I want to comment on the uh, the thing you were talking about about the movie industry here and saying they were going to leave Georgia. Yeah. Hey, I, I saw what happened in Washington State when everybody from California went to Washington State, and you see what it's like now. Last thing I wanted to do is to try and turn Georgia into another Washington State or California. Yeah, yeah. well, they're already working. Let, on yeah, that. I think you make a good point. You don't want too many of them there anyway. Right. These movie people—they're they, all a little bit weird. <laughs> uh, and, you know, but 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 they're not going to go back. And I mean, look what they're saying—they're going to run back to. 
Can you imagine? Rick, they left for a reason. That reason hasn't changed. I go back to the time that I decided to run away because I felt like my parents had treated me poorly. Right. And and I had all the reasoning of, of being nine years old. And my mom basically said, there's no way this little chubby kid's going far. <laughs> no. I mean, he Not had, with dinner out there. He, he heads back to those woods, or, and, and he, he ain't going to stay back there long. As so I started realizing, you know, when I was in the woods, they were, they were stuff biting me and briars were scratching me and, it, you know, and. And I didn't know what I was going to do to Smelt eat. dinner cooking. I didn't know what I was going to do to eat. And suddenly I started thinking about mama's air-conditioned house. And, you know, I, you know, and I thought, you know what, I think I can survive that belt if I can just stay in there. Yeah. Mom, mom you, know, what, you know what our decision was every night back when we were kids? And then my, Sherry and I <laughs> talked about that this weekend. Because we, Sherry and I, we came from the same culture. It wasn't what's for dinner. It is what will we fry tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are we frying steak? <laughs> Are we frying chicken? Are we frying? Are we making More salmon good, yeah. fried salmon patties? Are I we frying not. fish? Mm-hmm. Fish. It, the same thing set out there on the stove every day. It's just what you put in it. Yeah. What will yeah. Mama fry in that today? Mm. And uh, oh, and, and it was it was for the day. Good. Mm. How about frying is good. Sure is good. Huh? Sure is. All right. I know it's got some drawbacks, but sure is good. Yeah. Man. But do you, you don't have to worry that? about being sick. Can you think of how many nights you got something that wasn't fried? Uh, we ate a lot of fried. Uh, we'll take more of your phone calls when we come back at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Lifelock.com is our sponsor. Uh, we love the folks at Lifelock. We're living in you know great technology, wonderful things, but precarious when it comes to you know identity thieves and those criminals out there that are trying to find some way to do get something for nothing and at your expense. So you just need to be protected uh, by the best protection. Available. Hey, you know, you love a warning. When, don't you like if you're rolling, speaking to the beach, you're rolling down to the beach, get to the water, somebody tells you, hey, FYI, there's sharks out there. That's big. <laughs> you know, uh, hey, bridge out up ahead, I'd find another way. Okay. <laughs> uh, so so that's what LifeLock and Norton Security do for, for all of us in in the digital world is, is they give you warnings. Now, certainly they can't – things we're not going to see on our own. But, it, you know, there's no way to prevent all identity theft or to stop all cybercrime. But if something does happen, this is why they're great again, you get your own personal uh, identity restoration specialist uh, that helps you to then get, get, your, uh, get your identity restored or to get your wireless device We've free. lived it, Rick. We've we lived it, Bubba. We have. You can get 10% off right now by going to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Bubba. Also, rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, to the phones we go, we have uh, an, an anonymous caller. Uh, sir, you said you have been involved in six movies? Yes, um, I was in six different movies here oh, in Alabama over the last year. Mm-hmm. And two of those movies have not finished paying, or some just haven't paid at all, the extras that worked in the movie. And one of the movies hasn't even paid the crew. Mm. So, so, wh- so why do you think that is? I, well, we have been told numerous things. Um, we've been told that they ran out of money. We've been told that, uh, or we've heard, we haven't been told anything by the actual production company that runs it and pays, pays you. 
Um, this is just rumor flying around where at different extras are in the business more mm-hmm. so they can find out, you know, more details. Yeah. And they just kind of spread it and let the others know. So I've heard they've ran out of money. I have heard that um, something about banks defaulting with the production company kind of fell through, so they're going to have to go borrow from somebody else. But I can guarantee you they paid the actors. L- let me ask you this. Yeah. What is the normal procedure in that? Actors got a better agent than you do. <laughs> uh, well, you uh, you have a casting director that usually hires you. Yeah. Um, you spend your own money getting to wherever the shoot is. Right. Spend your own money, gas, everything. Right. But, I mean, how and do they then, usually pay you, or do you have a signed deal with that? Yeah, you sign a, a contract. You fill out your information. I mean, W-2 form, everything, because yeah. they cut you. And um, that you turn in all your paperwork for every day that you work, and you will receive a check in the mail usually three to four weeks later. And um, if, say you work, like I worked on one four days straight, um, I got four separate checks that came in four separate times Mm -hmm. and they cut us. And then some movies um, pay you cash, you know, because you are an extra and you're not there, but a few hours. So it might be 60 bucks here or, you know, a hundred there. Yeah. Well, I know you've got some kind of standing, hopefully with the contracts, just whether you want to spend the money it would take to, to try to go after. But I mean, isn't this just like any kind of the entertainment business? I can remember the days of, you know, hey, there's there's three P's. If if you're gonna sell radio advertising, you get the money up front, and that's uh-huh. that's promoters, politicians, and preachers, and and so always get the money up front. And you know, the word gets out there. Hey, hey, if you're going if you're if you're going to be part of that crew, uh, hey, they they got a bad reputation. I mean, it's all part of the entertainment business. I'm not saying that yep. it's okay. Uh, but well, but I, 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 I think I, I think not, step number one is I take that contract you have and whoever the other person is mm-hmm. uh, representing a company that signed it I would give them a call. Right. Yeah. I mean you got you got to work through that, but uh, yeah. that can happen. That that's more on yeah. the production company that is where they're shooting it. Yeah. Uh, we continue, Donna, in the great state of Texas. Donna, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Yeah, Donna. Hey, good morning, guys. Love hey. you all so much, and I've been listening since pretty much day one when I lived in Alabama. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I have a question that um, I really do want an honest answer. Um, my husband and I, um, like some of you guys on the show, love the show Yellowstone, and it's season two begins mm-hmm. next week, so um, we're looking forward to it. However, you know, this gratuitous nudity that's in the show Yellowstone, as well as a lot of other ones, um, just you know, it just absolutely drives us up a wall because it's not necessary, number one. Number two, it kind of ruins a, a great show, in our opinion. But as Christian men who I respect, y'all, how do you all draw the line on shows that you watch or that you let your kids watch? Um, it's just sometimes a tough decision to make. I know this may sound stupid, but... No, no, it's not. It really is a great question. I think we all deal with it. Uh, you know, and and it, and I will tell you this, and and uh, just speaking for for my family and and Sherry and me, it's been uh, an evolving process based on I think our sanctification and maturation right. in our faith. I mean, yeah. I, I think one of the misnomers that we had, and I used to be guilty of this, so this is not throwing stones at anybody but myself. I think where you we really make a mistake when you have things that are to the level that that show is, and and I went through the same thing, and I and I, and I we've made a decision we're not going to watch it. Uh, right. and, and the reason why 
is when somebody says who claims to be a follower of Christ that they hear and see the kind of language and, and the kind of soft porn that that kind of show puts on the screen, and they'll say things like this, as if this is a good thing to say, well, you know, I mean, I know my faith and I know my deal, and that don't really bother me. Well, that's really mm-hmm. saying that, you are yeah. in, that you're immature in the faith, not mature. Because exactly. the more mature you become in the faith, the more it should bother you, not because of who we are, but mm-hmm. we're claiming that Jesus Christ and his full righteousness has justified our spirit, and he says once the Holy Spirit comes into, into play, I'm going to be with you wherever you go. So really the thing that really started hitting us is so we're going to sit down and we're going to watch that with Jesus. Right, you know, and, and 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 Jesus says that when, I, when the Holy Spirit justifies our spirit, our our bodies now become the temple of the Holy Spirit, and and I can tell you there was a time when those things didn't bother me like they do now. Now that has nothing to do with me, but it has everything to do with Jesus. If mm-hmm. we, you know, if if we say that Jesus can can truly be in our spirit and that doesn't bother us, I think that's a problem. I mean, yeah. I, I think that doesn't say very much about our devotion to Christ, and that's not a code of conduct. It's not legalism. It's not a bunch of do's and don'ts. You know, when you look and, and the Scripture says, I, you know, First Peter, and, I'm, I, and I had a hard time with this Scripture, and I wanted to try to dumb it down any way I could because ultimately the flesh wants to do what it wants to do. And Galatians 5 tells us when you're justified, now a war begins between the spirit and the flesh, and the one you feed is the one that's going to win. And, uh, I mean, and honestly, it's, it, and this is what I finally came to and Sherry and I talked about, to not watch something that is loaded with foulness, is that some big martyr sacrifice we've made for the kingdom? <laughs> I mean, I mean, do we really – our life can't be complete without Yellowstone? I, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just it's, – you know, and I'm not saying we hadn't struggled with it. We, have I watched things as a follower of Christ I shouldn't have watched? Yes. Am I just going to continue to do that? No. Because, because there's a process of sanctification – that, that, you know, if you look at the first Peter thing that I said, Peter says that before, if you, if you weren't justified and you weren't saved, lost people ask, act like lost people. When mm-hmm. I was lost, I acted lost. You know why? I was. And my spirit was dead. But when you have been justified, it says now you can no longer claim ignorance to what is holy and what is not. Now, again, this is not a code of conduct. Sanctification, holiness isn't about do's and don'ts. It's about us aligning ourselves with the character of the God that we claim saved us by his grace and mercy. And we're aligning our character with his. And he says, now you cannot claim that you have no control over your former ignorance, meaning you, before you sinned out of ignorance, now you're sinning without the excuse of ignorance. Mm. And, and, and it says, so, you know, it, it, so it, I'm calling you to holiness. And listen to what Peter says. You be holy as I am holy in all of your conduct. Now you talk about a standard. Now that can't be achieved through legalism or anybody's great self-control, but to say that sanctification in Jesus doesn't provide what it takes for that through your process of maturing in the faith, do you or feel so repulsed about that? Because what did Jesus say? At some point, I want you to hate sin the way I hate sin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and when we don't, in my opinion, we're doing it now knowing full well what we're doing. And that's a whole yeah, we, di- that's a whole different yeah. game. 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Because, like I said, it just bothers us so much. And it's, well, then you probably shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, Don. I, th- I really just think you have to let the Holy Spirit guide you in that. And even in, I think, in a perfect situation, there's still a level of sensitivity among brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And and you know we we see that on this show some you yeah, know where yeah. some think that we ought to sit here and read a Bible verse every day, and uh, and just do that, and others understand that we're here to to do some comedy and some entertainment, and and there's a you know a wider highway of of levity there. So you know, I think you just have to take each situation. I'm not familiar with that show you're talking about at all, uh, but we we battle it. We battle it show to show. Uh, Betty and I. Uh, you know, a lot of times have a disagreement on a show, something she might like, I don't, or vice versa. But usually right. because of the topic or our varying sensitivities to what we're uh, accustomed to. So I think even when you have everything 100% in the right direction, sometimes there's going to be yeah. fine points in there that might be different for one person than another. Yeah, and that's the reason right. why I said um, there's no rule book you're going to get, say, do's and don'ts. But some of this stuff, there's not even a gray area on. And it's really not our sensitivity. It's what's, what is what is Christ's sensitivity? What, 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 and if, that, if the Holy Spirit is bothering you all this much, I think you've mm-hmm. already answered your own question. Exactly. Yeah. Thank so, you. All right. Well, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. And it is a tough deal. And it's, a, it's a good topic, and I'm glad you brought it up. We're actually doing the Wednesday Bible study is right now. The Pursuit of Holiness is about this in very, very much in depth. A great book by uh, Jerry Bridges. And also there's another one called Chasing Elephants by Brent Crow that's very good about what does it look like to now be a follower of Christ and a fallen creation and the do's and the don'ts. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes now to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We are back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. A couple of things still out there today, um, Bubba. I saw that uh, there's a story that Jimmy Carter is returning uh, to teach Sunday school again at the age of ninety four. Yeah, ex president Jimmy Carter returned to teaching his Sunday school class in Plains, Georgia, uh, weeks after having hip replacement surgery. So he's right. He's back. He's back. He's back. I'm trying. Look, I'm trying to do better on Jimmy. Okay, let's, how come let's every marker on Jimmy Carter is when he goes back to teaching his Sunday school class? You ever notice that? Any of well, he's back teaching his Sunday school class. I tell you one That's thing. That's the marker. I've heard some of the things he's said uh, theologically, and it, I, I guess it is a story that keeps getting to teach. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, look, we we obviously have some clear disagreements on that, but I'm trying to be nice. Man's 94. There you I'm go. Quit, quit arguing. So your battle with Jimmy Carter, your your battle with Jimmy Carter's over. Well, I still don't agree with him, but uh, right. you know, I'm trying to be nice. That's that's the bottom line. I'm I trying to be nice. I'm trying, I'm trying to act in a way that I think my my mom and dad would expect me to act to a 94 year old man, no matter how wrong he is. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that a good answer? For 93, yeah. up till when he was 93, now you're going to cut him some slack. Well, yeah. I started, you know, it's been a process, Rick. I've been yeah, trying to dial it back 92. the last, last yeah. two years. Yeah, yeah about 92. Yeah. Bubba started dialing it back about he 92. Did. He yeah. did. Now, when he tried to go over there and, and talk about North Korea one time, that was a little setback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, just, I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand where he gets some of his, you know, his stuff there. But anyway. Now, now he's, he's got God changing on marriage, too, doesn't he? Uh, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. if he does, mm-hmm. he he would be wrong. He does. That's mm-hmm. that's fine. Whatever. 
Right. He's, well, I mean, you know, you, you're already I mean, wrong on several I mean, things. Just, we'll <laughs> throw them all in there, you know. <laughs> right. But I'm just trying to be nice to the man. And, I, right. and maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, him being here a little longer, you know, God's giving him more time to get it right. So mm-hmm. I don't That know. could be, yeah. Right. And if he's teaching people that old, they might not even hear what he's saying anyway. That's right. a good point. Right. Okay. Uh, it's possible. You can't hear real good when you get old. I can't hear real good. I'm getting my hearing I'm getting that way, by the hmm? way. What'd you say? I'm huh? getting that way. That's good. <laughs> I'm starting. I, I, the seeing thing <laughs> has not happened to me yet. Yeah. It's coming. Oh, but but, I, but I am. Either either I'm talking lower than normal or no one can hear me, especially mm-hmm. you, at my house. You, you know what? I, I'll say this well, about Jimmy Carter, too. I respect him in that Rick, he was the president. Bob, it's okay. Even I, though he was probably the worst one we ever had, mm-hmm. you know, in my time, right. for sure. I mean, I, I respect the office. Worse than Barack? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Wow. Right well, ahead. at least, I mean, Barack, I disagreed with him, but at least, you know, yeah. he had a much, you know, smoother presentation. <laughs> what about... There it is. What, now, now, now... Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He was. He was now, Hillary Clinton, Jimmy if she had been a president or... You you certainly like Jimmy better than Hillary Clinton. Yeah, oh yeah, I think so. I think everybody knows that. You talk about the whole wide world. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the entire planet. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I wish you know Jimmy would get out of some of these things, go home, do his thing. I know, but I mean, you've told us they, that they never, you know, you never see them. They just keep keep on in stuff. You know? But this is Bubba talking to himself. We're not even in the room. Yeah, right. Well, look, right, right. look at look at Daddy <laughs> Bush. Well, he the, he he when he left, he got out of sight. When mm-hmm. W left, he got out. Side, w Payton, Danny Bush posing for pictures. <laughs> well, you know, what I mean. they're not they're not volunteering to go to Cuba and <laughs> yeah, negotiate. I know. Yeah, they got out of the game, mm-hmm. right? So, are anyway. kind of, making outlandish statements. <laughs> yeah, well, there's plenty of those to go around. Sure, <laughs> plenty. You know, um, mm-hmm. back to getting old and, and like losing your eyesight or your mm-hmm. hearing. I mean, I woke up one morning, I just I couldn't read a piece of paper. I was like, "What the?" And so now it's arm's length. Mm-hmm. With, with my hearing, I think the family's messing with me, mm-hmm. and I know what they're doing, but it still bothers me. First of all, my wife talks to me as she walks away. Okay, mm-hmm. and right. I'm like, "Huh?" Yeah, yeah. You know, mumble, right. look in the other yeah, way, yeah. or in the other in, room. in the other yeah. room, talking like I'm right beside her, yeah. and uh, you didn't hear me. You know, right, yeah. no. And then my other one is the boys mess with me because I'm always saying, do what now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do what? And I think they mumble on purpose because I see them every now and then when I have to ask why, they look at each other giggling. Okay. Like they're messing with me knowing <laughs> I can't do right, it. Right, right, right. You know, right, which right. is too many, too many years of my headphones on. But they'll ask me a question. Dad, mine do is, what? Yeah, <laughs> you my, know? Mine is the, uh, there's some kind of something that goes off if somebody can shut the refrigerator good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't hear it. It's a little bell. The frequency of it, I can't hear. Too high. She, she'll just, you got a little high, high end roll off. She'll just look at me and she goes, Do you not hear that? And I'm like, No Rick, idea what you're talking about. I can about. tell right. you have got, a hearing problem. Anybody's heard your headphones. No, good you, night. You ain't got headphones. You, you got, you got loudspeakers. I ain't never heard that one before. It's new. Well, honestly, it's worth bringing. It's alarming. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Piercing. it's alarming. Well, Greg. I, I got to feel the show. Well, you do. Yeah. I think every year, I think every year I'm here, mm-hmm. I find myself turning the dial up just oh, a little yeah. bit. Oh, just yeah. Just a little bit. Don't yeah. get here. Like when I used to sit in Speedy's seat and we did the that sports show that mm-hmm. we all got fired, um, <laughs> I had to I had to turn it Whatever happened that way down, yeah, way right, down. Right. And now I put them on and it hardly bothers me. Yeah, my bad. That's mm-hmm. scary. I know. We probably all need to have our hearing checked. I got to yeah. feel it. Do what? We need to get yeah. hearing yeah. test. I got to be in the pocket. We yeah. said to get in that booth every year and hit that button. Yeah. And I'm trying oh, to hear left. stuff and I'm just hitting buttons. <laughs> <laughs> you just think, hey, Greg, just, hey, Greg yeah. it's been a while since I heard one. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would think. I say they must have been one by now. (laughs) Let let me tell you, the last time I had a hearing test, I could tell by the look on the person's face. They were like, (laughs) 
But you know, and look, and I'd watch their face, and I'd go. <laughs> they knock on the door, see if you're asleep. You hit the button. Hey, we've started. Look, look, look. But, I mean, look here's a pro- yeah. wake up. Look, here's a professional. Okay, all right, Mister Burgess. Yeah. Um, when you hear the tone, just press the button. All right, here we go. <laughs> 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 and, and, their, and, 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 and their faces start going. And I'm thinking I should be hearing something now, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Burgess, you should. And then you hear a real loud one because <laughs> they've cranked it up. <laughs> That's it. Knock you down. <laughs> but it's good to graph that, and you right. kind of see the roll off on the higher frequency. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're we going to start every year. You ever done yeah. that where you hit it right out of the gate, and they're like, "Come on, we need to start it." Yeah, <laughs> come on, let me. I've turned it on. <laughs> right, turned it on yet, <laughs> Mister Bird? Just stop with the button. I'm just, just kind of <laughs> testing it. <laughs> and you usually have a left and a right. You know, you and they put you in that. Old, they lock you in that box. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, really me. claustrophobic. And we'll yeah. begin to roll the tones now. Just uh, press your button. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to begin the test now. Well, I've been. Sitting here while having a <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And then you finally zero in on one ear and they switch it to the other one. Like, oh. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, you're not even looking at me. No, because we're preparing your hearing aid. We're just we're, we're, we're getting it together. Sir, we're, we you've had the test. You didn't hit the button once. We're, we're, Why are y'all not looking at me? We're getting, oh, we've given up, Mr. Yeah. Burger. We're, we're getting we're, the lady to teach you sign language in here. We have all. <laughs> Start with A. What's the hand signals? Just seeing if you can read them. <laughs> Top of the hour. Uh, if you leave us, have a good day. You got more Rick and Bubba. We will be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The two men solely responsible for Speedy's hair loss. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes pass. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, here comes the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess here, Helmsy in the mix. Adler off today. He'll be back Wednesday. Big Love and Dulio covering for Adler for the YouTube option. Hello to the tubers. Uh, also, Rick and Bubba University housing Diesel Dixon today and Diamond Dale, all four of them earning their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. 25 years, baby, and counting. All right, this this hurts me when it's, you know, you ever, you ever have this thing, there's like somebody you kind of like in their field, but then they say something that, it makes him a bit to you, and that's going to be Brian Cranston. <laughs> oh, know, yeah. he's, he's a funny actor. But but here's yeah, what's good. Actor. Here's what's yeah. funny. Have you seen the upside with him and Kevin Hart? No. Yes. Funny. Yes. Good movie. Where he's oh, in the I, wheelchair. I wanted to see that. Yeah. Uh, it, that's another one. It's a little rough. In I'll parts, catch it on, sure on pay per view. Let me tell you. So here's Brian Cranston. Okay. So he is, th- but I don't think he's thinking about even what he's saying. So I didn't know he's in some show called Network. Am I know this one? This is for yeah. it's, it's a play. play. This is on, yeah, on it's Broadway. A, it's, a, it's a Broadway it's a play, play, but he plays a like a network journalist or yeah. something. And, I want and, nothing and, to do. And, with and the say Thomas. that again. He's not really a network journalist. No, no, okay. he just plays. He's one pretending on the stage. to be a network journalist. And Brian, I don't know how to break this to you. I know sometimes you actors kind of lose all side of reality. You're kind of making our point. Uh, uh, so, so he he's getting up there as a person who's being awarded for pretending to be a journalist. Saying that he's going to defend the media, that the media is not the enemy of the people, trying to take a shot at Trump. But the whole thing that Trump is saying is all these are just a bunch of actors that are pretending 
to be journalists people, yeah. when really they're nothing there but part of an agenda. Yeah. They're not true journalists. So Brian, who's an actor pretending to be a journalist, says he'll defend the others. But like that makes him right. you, a journalist? What? You're you're as much of a journalist as they are. That's the point. I mean, I mean, you, yeah. You're, yeah. Now you're. Isn't it's not like standing at the wall, going all quiet here. <laughs> right. you know? Isn't he kind of driving home our point? But it uh, is funny. Did you see his opening line from getting the award? No. He said, uh, "Finally, a straight old white man gets a break." <laughs> <laughs> yep. When you're, if you're getting the Tony Awards, you are correct, yeah. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he can be a very funny guy. He is and, funny. Uh, He's a very funny guy. In that movie, you he had he great the comedic dentist. timing on everything. Mm-hmm. On Seinfeld, when he was that dentist, there was. Uh, and sucking suck the gas. Very funny. Funny. <laughs> well, but go he back. says he was on Breaking Bad. I, I never oh, watched he was the main that, guy. So. That's a good show. That's kind of where he went to another level oh, when he started. He was, was, that the, was that the one about Walter the teacher White. that turned uh, math? Yeah, guy? he was a chemist. Yeah. And uh, he got terminally ill and he didn't have any money. And he was going, the typical, I'm just going to do one time. Right. Get me some big money. Well, then right. he got really good at it. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when somebody brings in sausage balls, we're just going to have one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That's but the uh, Rick, I understand. Yeah, that. but but precept uh, there, I got it. But this is this is what what what, what Brian doesn't understand is Brian <laughs> ten four. What we're sa- what's being said is hey Rick, do, I got it. Do, do <laughs> we have do we have a media that are more agenda based than just saying welcome to the news? Here are the stories of the day. You you decide here here's what happened. Well, no, we don't have that. We don't. We, we don't, don't. We don't. It's really hard. It's, side, I was about to say it's hard to find that anywhere. Yeah. And uh, and and what he's talking about being the enemy of the people is that the modern day press, the the people don't really have journalism. They have agendas. And I'm sorry. There's a lot of evidence that that is correct. Yeah. And but there's you're, examples. But you're not helping by saying I'm an actor who pretends to be a journalist, so I'll now speak on behalf of journalists. journalists yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we're accusing everybody of. What you're doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretending, you know, acting, right. So uh, so anyway, that was that was one of those. Yeah, speeches. Journalism is being lost. Sadly. Sorry, I missed. Oh, the, you know, we we the had Tony the, Awards. Yeah. You used to not have the commentary people because of the quote unquote fairness doctrine. Now you have all of them, and it's kind of like the journalists are mad. They want to get in the act of of giving their opinion too, but they want to stay and call themselves journalists. Yeah, well, there was yeah. a time when you and were, there's two different. They're two different animals. And I remember this. Animals. I remember this as a little boy, and of course, you know, we had some fun with it. Our local radio station would do the news, and then they would say, now it's time for an editorial, mm-hmm. meaning now somebody here is going mm-hmm. to just give their opinion on something, and they would separate that from the news. Right. And then, you know, it would be the manager the of the store. Boy, we had a good one, Well, we? we did. <laughs> we all made fun of him. The great Tom Potts. His kids. He the didn't people have to... of all American city. <laughs> and, uh, Very intelligent man, just his voice was a little. Well, yeah. It was... Did you think he had to say that? I did. Yeah. Because I, I really don't know if he was or not. But yeah, you know, know. The, the TV <laughs> station. Right then there was a moment that realized you're from Calhoun County. Yeah. Yeah. And he probably has family there. Yeah. yeah. And they're listening. There and it was a moment of Baby Ellis who, who calls this. But I do. There was a moment your heart for a minute were. were Actually, I saw just a second of it. There was almost well, had to be. I wouldn't Should say be. I wouldn't say it was full blown concern, but a smidgen of concern about hurting the feelings of Tom Potts' family. It, it didn't last long, and it was just there for yeah. just a spark. But uh, but but when but you I'm when you saying, declared he was an intelligent man, well, you don't, yeah, wouldn't he be? <laughs> you know, Greg, no. Greg, these are radio people. Maybe not. You think there's a requirement to be intelligent, being radio? Look around. There were two <laughs> things that we hated about. <laughs> we were kids. Did you ever dealt with people we worked with over the years? I was mad because we weren't playing music. Right. I was having. Right. Listen to Tom Potts right. and his voice, and we all could do yeah. it, and we made fun of him. 
The people of the All American. But you know the, the, the TV stations do it of too. The All American City. They call it an editorial. Usually the Who's general the guy manager with the, with the with the red round glasses on one of them. I've seen him. that comes out. On one of the TV know. stations, he's got these really weird glasses. I see him. I, I, nobody, you know why I don't have to watch editorials anymore? The whole newscast is an editorial. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, but they. Okay, you caught our me. Point was, you caught me trying to be nice. Well, I, I saw it. So. <laughs> All right, he's a dumbass. Kids in here. We don't know that either. Greg, Greg, baby Ellis is listening. Greg, baby Greg, Ellis is listening. It's my fault. I just said I saw a glimmer of, of insincere concern. You know what I mean? You almost for a minute cared about the Podge family. Oh, uh, you're doing this week. That's it. It was just strange to yeah, say. I know. I know. It's, it's almost like when, when Bubba let that uh, let that snake pass. You just don't see him. No, it's not. I, there's only been one, Rick, in history, and I regret it to this day. There you go. He had to go too far. Uh, I'm sorry, kids. Uncle Greg. Yeah, Rick, you did it. It's your fault. You pushed How's that my fault? You pushed me on I've my been own blamed property. for your behavior my whole life. I was I've, fine till you called me out. <laughs> but I was right. Yeah, you were 100% right. <laughs> the people of the... The following is a WDNG auditory. Here's station manager, Tom Potts. The people of the All-American City... The Edison City Council today decided. <laughs> yep, that was it. Yeah. And we were mad because we I'm couldn't like, hear Manfred Mann's Earth Band playing Blind by the Light. You know what? I remember thinking one time, this is keeping me from hearing yep. Dr. Hook. <laughs> Why am I not hearing this? Who's this man? Why is he talking, Mom? <laughs> On our AM rock and oh, radio. I know. I know. Gosh, those were the days. They were. I loved it. I did tell you. We had a ball. Do you remember when they let all the DJs, they pretend they were in a race, and you guess which one was going to win? <laughs> I picked Johnny Joe Dark. I thought, man, I, today's the day I get Betty, Betty's barbecue free lunch. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I picked Jim Knight. Go here. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. You knew Jim later on. That was funny. Oh, sure. I didn't know him then. I knew yeah. him later on. Oh, I remember being a kid. I went to school with, I went to school, went to school <laughs> with his children. Yeah. Oh. Who were also very intelligent. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of them, Greg? No, I'm kidding. Hey, those are some nice radios we <laughs> had back then, people. too. He went on to be a pastor, by the way. Oh, yeah. Jim yeah. Oh, yeah. Say something about that. <laughs> you know? Hey, those radios we used to listen to were nice. Oh, man. yeah. You, you know, I remember about Jim Nines. He would jog around the track while we were sure practicing. He, he liked mm. to jog. Yeah. Wish Dad would have known he was a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it mattered. <laughs> I don't think it mattered. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> wow. Hey! <laughs> Who's that jogging? <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> My dad loved him, not. I apologize. It seemed to affect his behavior much. He, liked it. he didn't like him as a guy. He liked From a distance, he couldn't pick him out. Is he still with us? Good guy. Oh, outstanding. 15 minutes past the hour. <laughs> the people. Who's that jogging during practice? <laughs> the following is a Rick and Bubba auditorium. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 20 minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. Country music singer-songwriter Josh Turner. We'll be with us coming up next segment. He's got a an appearance coming up this weekend at the Gridiron Men's Conference in Birmingham. He'll he'll be doing be live in concert. He'll be telling his story. A part of the Gridiron Men's Conference this weekend, and uh, we'll have a great interview with Josh coming up here uh, in the very next segment. So be sure you're here with us. Father's Day coming up this weekend. Now, a couple of things you need to know. 
with Father's Day coming up, if you want to shop the Rick and Bubba store for something for Father, there you, you can. There's some great items there. The spatulas are big. You saw a lot of those go out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Camo apron is big. Some great T-shirts and hats and fun. All kinds of cool stuff there you can get for Dad. But you need to order that today so you got it in time for Father's Day this weekend. Now, if you're wanting to get your dad the new devotional, the second installment of the How to Be a Man series, uh, this time looking at the real men of the Bible, uh, I'm going to be signing the rest of those today uh, with Iron Hill Publishing. So to order that, if you want an autographed copy of the new one, you got to go to howtobeamanchallenge.com, and if you'll get that in to, uh, before I get there this afternoon, uh, then I'll sign something there, uh, and we'll send it to, to the dads on your list. So all that needs to be done today. So make, if you want to get it by the weekend, make your moves today. Now, Father's Day coming up, Bubba, I mean, we're already pushing uh, that you know we got to take it to the next level. Rick, Father's Day, one of the great holidays of the year. Uh, I'm glad to see it being elevated from the B level mm-hmm. up to A where it needs to be. Right. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. worked hard on that for a long time. Uh-huh. And, you know, we've tried this, and, and I'll see how it goes. We've even said with church, uh, if you're going to rip into Dad again this Sunday, uh, I hope that you got after Mom on Mother's Day. I don't like when the moms are celebrated and encouraged and the dads are dogged. Uh, so the, the, you got to you got to keep it both each time. I'll tell you, our pastor got after moms a little bit in, in May, so that means that's not good for us coming up. <laughs> but well, it used to be it was all good for moms, and then you dogged the dads. Well, it was kind of the standard running thing. Yeah. Well, we've ch- I think we've changed that a little bit. But yeah. I will tell you this: if, if if everything we keep seeing is right, and that the most influential force in the home, in the church, and in society continues to be the males, men and women equal but not the same, then if you've got a good one. Then you need to celebrate that this week. That's right. I mean, you because a lot of people don't. Uh, I mean, I hate to say that, but they don't. No. So if you got a good one, make a fuss over them this weekend and tell them you appreciate them. And, and usually, great dads they'll act like they don't really need that, but deep down, dad likes a little encouragement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a little toy, something just to mess with. <laughs> a little toy. Uh, I've I've got it just like I or like a little it. time because I'm going I'm going to the beach. Ooh, so or I, eighteen holes, guilt free. I, I am ready. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, guilt free. Thanks for dad. You know. Guilt-free golf, guilt-free fishing trip. Yeah, you know, just don't don't make him feel bad about it. Just tell him, hey, today you you go, it's you baby. Yeah, just go do what you want to do. You think Sherry's gonna get you another bike ride uh, down there? Not on Father's Day. Okay, yeah, that won't be get away from that. Now before the week's over, I'll, I'll be on the bike. No, <laughs> You'll no, be off on an adventure. There's huh? no doubt about that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. I, I, there's something that may happen, and I cannot jinx it. So I'll just I'll just keep it just. Oh mm. really? Yeah. Um, something's coming together for me, and if it works out, and I told Greg about it, it's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Mm. Love my family. <laughs> but, but there's a chance that the week may be longer than the kids can stay. I want to stay. <laughs> if I end it with a day or two to myself, look out. <laughs> yep. So uh, so we'll, we'll – we'll, that, that, that could be a little gift, but we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, so that that's going on. And with that, speaking of dad time, I was looking at uh, – Helmsy's family Instagram with his Instagram, and it looks like that your youngest caught her first fish. She did. She did. That's great, awesome. great, great dad daughter moment. It was. It was. How'd she handle it? I know that Maddie, well, this, Maddie can be spirited. She can, Rick. <laughs> she sure can. You're talking about the handle of the family? Which is good. Love her to death. you talking about the little but, queen? Oh, goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she's six now, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh, and so, unusual weekend. Amanda's been gone all weekend mm-hmm. with our middle child, Caroline, who's playing in a tennis tournament in Cary, North Carolina. Long way away. Oh, you got out of it. You got out of it. So, huge. I did. 
And so I've been home mainly with Braden. Uh, Maddie went to Max, Mac Daddy, and Mac, my mom. Mac Daddy and your mama looking out. Hung out there for a <laughs> few days. And Braden was wanting to fish Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I said, I tell you what, it's probably going to rain, but I think we there's a window here. Mm-hmm. And if we can time it, yep. oh, yeah. as soon as it's done raining, that's going to be a good time to go out there. Trust me. Mm-hmm. He said, all right. So he didn't want to stay at home. He wanted to go with me because I had to go pick up handle. Mm-hmm. And so we get there, and uh, it's pour- of course it's pouring. And yeah. I said, just about twenty minutes, it'll be done. You go out there for an hour, or whatever. You mm-hmm. catch a few fish. We'll head back home. Maddie comes out there. She's got a, a pole with a cork on it. Mm-hmm. She calls it her practice rod and reel because okay. it's uh, it doesn't have any hooks on it or anything like that. She just practices. She's with just practicing casting and all that. And I said, Maddie, I think you're ready. I really think it's time to take it. It's time. Next- the next step of this thing. No, nah, I'm not ready yet. I said, yes, I think you are. I said, I mean, you're casting this thing mm-hmm. great. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I said, let me put this little uh, spinnerbait on here, and, and you can uh, – let's just see how you do. And 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 as y'all can see as we're watching Ooh, on TV – You got a fish. She caught her one. And uh, well, the, the, uh, <laughs> that look it, back. I, I don't know if we got the audio, if we can do that or not, but it's funny. She, she didn't – once she got it in, she didn't want to have anything to do with it. At all. Oh, you're on the Hold it. All right. I think we got it. What's that? Uh, uh, God, on it. They got something else. There we go. Maddie. Maddie, get your fish. Huh? <laughs> go back to the start. Let's see. What in the world is that? Keep reeling. Keep reeling. I have no idea. Keep reeling. Keep reeling. I don't know what's, what's going on. Keep reeling. Adler's off today. Maddie. does that keep playing i love it though i do too so what i noticed though is she tried not to go over excited she tried to stay cool yeah she was calm about it she was very calm calm. and she she gave you that look like i'm good surprised me on that yeah i'm calm so then i said hey let me take it off for you you're not ready for that but i said i'd like you to hold it no i'm not getting close to that thing Hmm. i said it's just a little bass it's not gonna hurt you no not getting close to it i don't want to be close to it don't want to be near it. Wow. That was the quote. I don't want to be near it. I don't want to be near it. Don't want to be near it. Smells like fish. And I said, what if I hold it? Your brother can take a picture, and, and I won't do anything. I'm I'm not your papa. I'm not Mag Daddy. We're, it's not going to be practical jokes here. I'm simply going to hold the fish, and, and Braden's going to take a picture. She said, okay. So we got a picture. It's on there, too, just us together with the fish. Of course, Braden, he wasn't going to be outdone. He caught him a one a little bigger and had to rub it in everybody's nose. Well, come on, right man. Sure. Oh, I see the picture. Sure. So that's uh, as close as she would yeah. get to it? Yeah, I go back. Yeah, that's Braden's fish there. And then the Brandon one prior to there she is. There it is. is. Uh, so that's that's the pose with the trophy bash. Yeah, is. That'll yeah. do it right yeah. there. No, that is great. That's good. So uh, that was completely unexpected. We were simply going so Braden could fish for an hour or so. We could come back to Birmingham. And Big moment. She got out there and started firing off the one week from father's day practice pole and i said hey you're ready for the real one so what do you think about is she the kind that now this will be something she'll enjoy or she said i've done that and it's off my list now all of mine she's always she's now the practice pole has always been in play right and and i mean even ever since she was three or four and i would say i would even say you're ready knowing she wasn't but she would never no i'm not ready yet no i'm not ready yet and she even brought it up to me she goes hey i think i'm ready look at that cast Okay. So, anyway. how long to one hit it? Oh, we were, we weren't out there ten minutes. Right. Oh, perfect. Maybe maybe eight or nine cast. Right. Most. Yeah. Um. 
So, because so, so really, fun. what she probably was concerned about with the practice pole was was it going to fill out when the fish gets on there? Do I really want that sensation or not? That and she that treble hook on that little rooster mm-hmm. tail. She was uh, that little melt spinner. Well, she was afraid she was yeah. going to hook somebody or hook her well, self. And I get that. That's, that's legit. Yeah, got it. That's good. If, if legitimate you one, concern. If you ever had one get in, you won't. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, Golly. all of my kids love to be out there fishing. Hey, Caroline's the same way. It's good. Braden can't get enough of it. Bottom of the hour, Maddie's first fish right here one week from Father's Day. How about that? That's good. I love it. Josh Turner, country music fans, will be with us next right here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba he show. Died upon a cross for all our As I make our way back, uh, how about this? Gridiron Men's Conference coming up uh, this weekend. If you don't have your tickets or if you have a group that you'd like to put together to go this weekend, there's still time to do so at gridironmen.com. Also, uh, rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Tony Evans will be there, James Merritt, uh, Michael Jr. Jake Olson, Phil Waldrop, and the man we're about to talk to right now, Josh Turner. Josh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How you doing? Josh. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? Uh, Great. You, Josh, I mean, why did you not get into radio with pops like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm always trying to get into radio. I'm too, well, that's true. <laughs> hey, congratulations. Yeah. I mean, you speak of that. When you step out on something like I Serve a Savior, we, pray, we played the single there, uh, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you start saying, all right, I want the spiritual side of what I do. You did a lot of classics. Uh, you put your own spin on all of them. Got the family involved. You got the kids singing on there. Mama singing. I mean, you, you've uh, yeah. th- that that looked like that was a lot of fun. And uh, and congratulations on the success. Uh, I know it released in 2018, but the success of this project um, has did it surprise you? Uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty surprising. I mean, we we technically didn't put out a single from this record and and i thought i was just going to be able to put out just a cd just a record of it um and you know we we went on and did a a live dvd performance of this uh record which featured a interview you know with bill gaither and you know my family and just uh you know we've it's turned into tv specials on certain networks and we just released it on vinyl so i mean it's it's just uh, been a really cool project to be a part of, and you know it's been selling like hotcakes since it came out. And you know I've just been really you know pleased with with how it's done and how you know the fans have really gravitated towards it. So let, let's talk about vinyl for a minute. I, I mean, when, I, can you believe we're saying this? I mean, <laughs> I mean that, that we're actually including now that your new project. Hey, don't forget it's also on vinyl. I, I just never thought we'd be saying that again. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back. Well, yeah, like 10 years ago, you know, a lot of young people didn't even know what vinyl was. So, uh, you know, now, now they're telling, you know, a lot of people what, what it is. <laughs> well, Josh, why why is that, though? Why is, there, why is there a resurgence in that? Um, I honestly don't know. I, I think, you know, um, I think somebody just decided to kind of give it a try to see if it could make a comeback, and, and it has. You know, done that, and I, you know, but I never, I never got rid of my vinyl records. I still got a huge collection of mine. I've got like three record players. I mean, it, you know, it's always been a part of me and and just 
my research and just listening to music and you know that that, that to me will never go out of style you know i know you you've you've had a lot of great experiences that god has afforded you being one of the youngest members inducted into the grand Ole opry what, what was that like when that moment happened for you uh i thought they had made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like man this, this is a little too early in my my life and my career for y'all to be you know giving this to me um i, I didn't feel like i had paid my dues yet um so it, it was a total shock to me uh because i i had been at the opry that night and i i was under the impression that i was supposed to be giving roy clark a, an award and so i i gave him i presented him with his award and then he pulled this envelope off of the back of the, the plaque that i had given him <laughs> and it was an invitation for me to join the Opry, so I was completely caught caught off guard. Um, you know, so it was uh, it was something that it was surprising to me, but it was also something that I took seriously, and I see it as a responsibility. And you know, here I am, over ten years later, uh, as a member, and, uh, and I still view it that way. Well, you know, it's funny we we're talking about vinyl on, on one end of the spectrum. And then doesn't it feel odd now to have vinyl on one end, and but when you receive a packet about how the audiences have responded to you, it also includes how much global streaming that you have. Oh, I mean, yeah. so so we're, what a strange time we're in <laughs> yeah. on, on the consumption of music. Here's my vinyl, but by the way, here's my streaming numbers. Here's what I sold on vinyl. Here's what I'm streaming. Mm. It's just, uh, it's almost like these two worlds, it's odd for them to coexist right now. Yeah, it's very much so, and I mean, I, I still can't totally wrap my head around the streaming aspect. Of things well, welcome to our world. world. We can't either. <laughs> well, and it's and it's funny too because, like, you know, my song "Your Man," you know, it just recently eclipsed over half a billion streams. That's billion with a B. And <laughs> I, like, I, that's just kind of hard to con- you know to to understand um i mean that's a lot of people listening to your music <laughs> it really and, and that's good and, and the accessibility yeah. of it i mean yeah. you literally can be walking down the street decide you want to to hear it and punch yeah. it up and it's incredible well, so who loses in this the cd is the cd the one that loses now i mean we got vinyl because we, we want we want to get back to that you know a little vintage we got streaming Rick, i think that might be people just want to be sharp right right is, is the cd still alive is it mm-hmm. over i mean i know that we don't sell near as many hard copy cds well, most of our stuff's on on streaming now too you you may be right because i mean you know most of the the new cars nowadays don't even have cd players in them so right, right, um, you know listening to it in your car that's that's becoming a thing you know a, a thing of the past so you may be right and i i don't know it's it's, uh, it's kind of a tricky thing because as an artist you want to like when i was growing up not only did i want the music i wanted the the, the pictures and the album booklet and the oh, yeah. liner notes and and I wanted to learn about you know the person behind the music and you know and I still kind of go at my my projects that way but not everybody really cares about that anymore they they just want to download you know single songs and you know go on about their business they don't have time to sit down and look at a you know, Jay Booklet and all that. <laughs> well, Josh, we're we're a little bit older than you, so we we dealt with you know a lot of vinyl back in the day. And be honest, though, have you have you ever had one that skipped and you had to put a quarter on the arm? <laughs> I mean, like we used to do. Yeah, but you know, the, I I grew up in the world of cassettes too. So yeah. oh yeah, uh, that 
that's a whole other world. Oh, I, yeah. rem- I remember that when, uh, m- when my buddy showed up at the at the public pool mm-hmm. with a cassette player. I thought, well, my goodness, yeah. what's happened here? You know what? We were all <laughs> screaming death to eight track. Oh yeah, because oh, we yeah. were tired of that oh, having to fast forward. <laughs> Who would have ever thought being click, interrupted click. in the interrupted in the middle of a song? You got to catch the rest of it on the next track. Oh, wouldn't I work. Know. I know. Golly. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about a gridiron men's conference. Uh, this is a phenomenal. You're going. I'm telling you, Josh. I don't know. Have you ever done one of these before? Uh, not this specific one, no. Yeah, you're you're gonna. I mean, there's just something, especially with this this new, this new album you've got with the gospel songs on it. You know, there's something special about an arena of thousands of men singing hymns, and and, mm-hmm. pro- and maybe you've experienced that with maybe some other events you've done. But I've been I've spoken this one every other year, and I'm telling you, when you hear eight thousand men singing a hymn, all male voices inside an arena, it is extremely moving. And uh, so um, you, you're going to do – I'm sure you'll be doing most of the, most of the cuts off this, this project. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to that aspect. And, you know, I, I, it's very rare that, that I get tapped to, to play my full show yeah. for something like this, and that's basically what I'm going to be doing on Friday night. Um so the weird thing about that, and you mentioned the word special, this is going to be special, is me going out there singing all these love songs to a big, big yeah. arena full of guys. Well, you know, that part, that, <laughs> the, the hymns will be moving. I'm singing this to your wife. Boy. <laughs> well, I was about to say, you know, you just tell them, so I'll tell you what, I, I'll get you in the mood. You take care of it when you get back home later in the weekend. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But, uh, but, yeah, that will be kind of a cool dynamic. You know, the hymns, everybody sings together. The love songs, you're going to have to be clear what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to put a for my wife on stage, so we're clear. Yeah, but but I'm gonna tell you when I see I contacted uh, Phil Walter because before we interviewed you, I, I knew you were part of it, and I I make you know you're right, it is it is special because I've done those conferences and I don't know that there's ever been a full concert like this. There's been people played a few songs, and I, I contacted him before we interviewed you, and he said, oh no, he's gonna do a full set. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, so so that's gonna be kind of cool. Yeah, we'll have fun. So uh, tell us about your spiritual. When did you become a follower of Christ? What's your story? Um, you know, I, I grew up going to church and grew up in a, you know, close knit, small, uh, tobacco farming community in South Carolina and, and, uh, grew up in a Christian home and, and all of that. I probably didn't get baptized until I was, uh, I'm guessing 12 years old, something like that, because, um, I've always been one of these kinds of people that like. I have to know for sure, like 110 percent, you know, 110 percent that I'm I'm making the right decision, and I, and I need to know why I'm making the decision. I'm not I'm not going to just go do something because my friends are doing it or because I saw somebody do it, right. you know, that I look up to or whatever. I have to know, like, okay, what's my motivation behind this? Why am I doing this? And what are the effects of it or the consequences of it? And so, I really kind of dug into you know, the Bible, and I, I really, you know, made it a matter of prayer, and I, I sat down and I, I talked with my preacher and my parents, and and just really kind of, you know, had to make sure that I knew what I was doing. You know, why am I getting baptized? You know, why, why are they dunking me under the water? Like, I, I asked all those questions, and, uh, and so when I finally made that decision, you know, I knew that I was doing the right thing, and I knew why I was doing it, and so the Lord's been, you know, really good to me throughout my life. He's, he's presented himself to me in a lot of ways, and he's just, uh, he's allowed me to, you know, catch my dreams and, and do things that I never would have thought was possible. 
Um, you know, but it's all because I, I trusted and, and obeyed him. So, Amen. Well, it, I'm glad to know you're out there. You know, when just like with us, you know, we're we're all in secular entertainment. People say, well, you do Christian radio, you're doing Christian songs, and we always say, well, we're Christians who do radio, and you're a Christian who writes songs and sings songs, you know, sometimes that are strictly spiritual, sometimes that are about, you know, romantic things uh, for your wife and marriage and and uh, and sometimes uh, you know just things that are going on in the world. So thank you for right. walking that line, and we pray for you and, and pray for us that we always walk it correctly. Looking forward to this oh, weekend. Good. Looking forward to it, Josh. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Josh. Thanks for being with us, Josh Turner. GridironMen.org to get your tickets for this weekend. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba's show as we make our way back. Hello, Golden Ticket Seats. I got a ticket. There they are, guys. I got a ticket. And the Golden Ticket Seats today, say hello to Sandra Buford. Sandra, hello there. Uh, We've also got Dizzy. Where's Dizzy Block? Right there in the middle. Brenda Taggart, Scarlett Maples, Patty Sullivan, uh, all there from up in Madison County, uh, representing various schools across there as they enjoy the summer. Great teachers. Great. Well, they're not really teachers. They're actually like the more administrators or something like that. I'm not sure what they do, but it's, they're a little secretive about it. Uh, we, also, <laughs> we also have Kevin and Ethan Presley. There they are with us today. Where's Julie Presley? There's Julie, Jeremy, and Kathleen Geller. Right here on the old front row, Bubba. Everybody takes home a pound of BuzzBox coffee. They also pick up a Rick and Bubba double CD. We also give them a what? You seen these new magnets? We need right here? What do you think about these? Uh, they got the little magnet there. The that, that can uh, You can put them on individually, the little different magnets here. You can take them out, or they can just put the whole thing on there. <laughs> yeah. I got it right there. We'll get you a magnet strip. Yeah, These are available at rickandbubba.com in the store, brand new. Nice little add-on. If you're buying something else, throw it in there, or we'll send you just that. Bubba, we need a number between 1 and 10. 1 and 10? What about lucky number 5? Lucky number 5, that will be Patty Sullivan. Patty! 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 Patty gets a $50... Uh, American Express gift card. Patty, lunch is on you. $50 yeah. from Dr. Dudney. Uh, and we should be uh, seeing the latest winner in Fix Mama's Mouth here for today. Fix it. Uh, so uh, Dr. Dudney gives a $50 American Express card to Patty Sullivan today. A couple of stories out there, Bubba, that we haven't gotten to. Rick Sadie Robertson mm-hmm. uh, has got engaged to mm-hmm. Christian Huff. That's a now Sadie is a duck is the duck dynasty yeah, duck dynasty daughter yeah and she is Willie's daughter right yes yes that's it so Willie. and kind of a, a star of her own now she's yeah. got out and done a lot of stuff yep I've actually very well known I saw something I think she speaks at a lot of women's conferences now mm-hmm. and all that so she's out there making it happen so congratulations to them and um, uh, of course a lot of uh, their family listens uh, down in beautiful Louisiana now on our on our well not new affiliate they've had us for a while now but. Uh, we've been on there in that part of the world. So uh, if you guys are listening, congratulations. Uh, other things we must talk about in celebrity news, uh, celebrity news, and, I, and you were laughing, Jim Acosta has written a book, but the title, everybody's giving him a hard time about They're like, what is this, an autobiography? Yeah, Enemy of the People. Wasn't that the name of it? Hams was showing it to me over there. Was, uh, <laughs> Enemy of the People. <laughs> I, I just love every time he steps in another one, like down at the wall and all that. 
So he, he writes a book, Enemy of the People, like trying to be sharp. Everybody's like pounding. Was that an autobiography? Yeah, you jerk. Yeah. Hmm. Look, the thing at the wall that time was, I mean, he's done a lot of goofy things and screamed a lot of goofy oh, things. Boy. but. But I think the thing at the wall might be the funniest. See, isn't it? Jim wants to be a commentator, and he needs to be a commentator if that's what he wants to do, not a journalist. Which, you know, he he parades as a journalist, yeah. but he's really a commentator. Yep. I would tell him go get him a show, but every time a Democrat gets a radio show, it never makes it. Right. Yeah, unless they put a Republican on there with them, then they usually can survive. Mm. But I mean, think about that. I mean, we've even tried to prop up uh, liberal talk radio, and it it, it it still couldn't. What was that called? America? Air America. Air America. That thing. Yeah. That thing turned out good, didn't it? Yeah. Well, the only thing we got now is NPR. Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right. NPR. And I'm gonna tell you, we're what, all paying for that one. Hey, and that's a barrel yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> how about how about that when is my, a, hey, that's exciting. How about when my exciting. tax dollars go to a, a resource that really believes everything opposite of what I believe yeah. about the country? Love mm-hmm. it. They'll put Love you right it. to sleep. Yeah. Well, I'm tell you what. Now, if you yeah, if you need a nap, it's a great thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's very good. Now, Bubba, and we're trying to unpack this FedEx story today out of business. So, so, yeah, I, we were looking at that. It says FedEx announces changes in Amazon relationships, says it is not renewing Express U.S. domestic contract. Now, I'm trying to, to – if you start reading this, it's a little gray. FedEx, it says FedEx revealed a change in its relationship with Amazon on Friday, announcing that the company will not be renewing its Express U.S. domestic contract with the online retail giant. Um, it says the delivery company will be directing its focus on serving the broader e-commerce market. I guess what what are they saying? They won't they don't want exclusive they won't do it exclusive with Amazon? Because That's I would I think I would think Amazon is ninety five percent of the online stuff right now. If you look at the oh, numbers, sure. I, I don't know what is, it is, but it's gotta be by far and away the most dominant. I'd always try to read between the lines. Okay, and you got to be able to do that, like I did successfully with Greg now twice. Yeah, thanks, bud. <laughs> is, is FedEx obviously when you hear we're going to go out to the broader e-commerce market, but then Bubba says correctly, well, but the the lion's share of the market is Amazon. Is this their way of saying we didn't get a good deal the first time? If y'all want to bring us back in, we got to have a better better deal. Well, if I, not, we're just going to date everybody. Here is what mm-hmm. they here is what they are saying. They said there's significant demand and opportunity for growth in e-commerce, which is expected to grow from 50 million currently to 100 million by 2026. So they think the shipping market is going to double in the next seven years, and they've got to be open to other people. You know, really, the Amazon run is amazing that, that other people have not got in that business at that level and give them competition, and it always happens. Well, FedEx seems to think and, it's coming. Yeah, and, and you know, the, honestly, the Walmart people were asleep at the wheel when Amazon came along. They didn't think it was a threat. They let yeah. it get away from them. Yeah. And I think they're gearing up for more <clears throat> of this in the future. You're going to see all the retails, all, retailers offering this to stay competitive. Yeah, I mean it's it's one just like we talked about with Josh Turner this hour, this hour. I mean we understand what the heart of what we do, and that still is a Rick and Bubba radio network. But to ignore live on YouTube, tune in apps, and podcasts is foolish. I mean you 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 got to be in all of it, and then if it legitimizes, you go okay, we were there, we're in it, and if it falls away, then you know you you, you better you but you better be practicing all of it. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. I think Walmart, as you said, didn't think this was going to turn. No. No. To the to the level that it turned, I'm sure and, there's uh, a movie coming up about the day Walmart had the chance to buy Amazon and didn't do it. Oh yeah, I mean you know how those sure, things are. They'll absolutely, be, mm-hmm. you know, and it probably was at a gas station somewhere, and 
you know, and they're now the because of that doing things that no one else is doing mm-hmm. like this. Pick I'm up, telling you, the, the pickup pick thing yeah, is I'm game saying. changing. Mm-hmm. We got I did it yesterday. I made a grocery list in an app on Saturday, chose my time for Sunday. Amanda was in North Carolina editing the list and putting things on there we needed also, and I just went and picked it up. Guys, they tracked my phone, and when I pulled in the parking lot in the spot, before I had my trunk open, they were shoving things in my car. Yeah, I noticed. It was amazing. I've got one of those. That's uh, how they get you. i got one of those Walmart well, They markets. get me all day long. It's just groceries. i got one of those down the road. <laughs> and you got all those arrows going right to it. Oh, it's yeah. phenomenal. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.